What's going on, quitters? Welcome to another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. You know me, I am your host, comedian Maxim Allen. Today is May 23rd, 2022. That's right, we are back from the one week off that I've ever had in the history of this show. We are at episode 91. I'm so sorry you had to miss uh, a week. But we're back, and we're going to have a lot of fun today because my guest is hilarious. Everyone, please welcome comedian Art Kai. Hey, hey, yeah, give it up for me. There's a huge audience in this room. I don't think people can see, but they're behind the camera. They're all behind the camera. This is a live studio audience. <laughs> Filmed in front of a live hey studio guys. audience. Yeah. Hey. 91 episodes just straight every week? Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. this for 91 weeks straight. Well, 90 weeks straight. 90, I and guess 90, yeah. La- last week, I was going to have a guest, but what happened was uh, my girlfriend got COVID. I got mm-hmm, COVID, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I literally tested negative the day I had to fly to Michigan for Ooh. a memorial and Ooh. come back so it just Busy. it just ended with like a crunch time yeah, where yeah, i was yeah. like i can't do this so. that's crazy you've been doing it for nine that's crazy that's like impressive i'm yeah, like yeah. impressed that's well, sick well you've you've had you have a podcast too yeah oh, we teach don't teach me good how <laughs> yeah, long teach me good what do you guys not do weekly we we release weekly okay uh we used to do um so it started in the during the pandemic, right, right. Like, I'm just like bored. I want to like do something. So mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'll start a podcast. I'm like, what do I like to do? I like to like learn about random stuff. And mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, I'll do that. And we used to record like two to three episodes a week. Whoa. Because we were just like, there was literally nothing going on. Yeah, everyone was available. Yeah. And like, I just like <laughs> bought premium Zoom. I'm like, not spending any money because I'm not going doing anything. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just spend a little money on Zoom and I'll like buy like hosting and then just like, crank it out and like fernando my co-host another funny dude um he he had nothing going on we're just like let's just like hit up people and then just like talk to random people my idea was to like hit up like really 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 like random obscure people yeah um and we did that for a little bit but uh it's starting it's harder to do that because they not everyone responds i'm sure you know they're aloof yeah so i guess what i'm trying to say is uh it's it stopped being like multiple recordings a week and now Mm. we just like we like spend we just actually came off like a six month hiatus because we spent like a long time just trying to get eight episodes recorded. Whoa! And so we just did that. Yeah, interesting. I think yeah. it's kind of like our shows actually have like a similar kind of, kind of vibe. vibe. Yeah. For Definitely. me, it's like I interview a lot of comedians, but mm-hmm. I interview people who do other stuff that yeah, I know yeah, nothing yeah. about. Right. And But it's like the thing they do. But as I understand it, you will interview people about like things they're into, which yes. can also be just like fandoms and stuff. Yeah, yeah it can be yeah. like anything. Yeah, I do. I, I like your podcast. I've, I've, oh, I've told you thank this. You. Yeah, I showed I showed you on my Spotify yearly wrap. I'm like, dude, your podcast is on here. Yeah, it's so nice. It's fun. It's yeah. so nice. Thank you so much for listening. Well, I just I'm a podcast fan. It's also fun, like because like our our friends do this. It's like fun to hear our conversations yeah. with our friends. It's like we're there. It's that's, like simulated friendship. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a difficulty with this show. Yeah, is yeah, I yeah. want it to be all topics. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the episodes with comedians get so. listened to the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what, people what, are suckers for that absolutely sure. like we were talking yeah. about this a little bit before but my my stretch goal for getting someone on this is gonna be so hard but i want to get a professional gunpla like model oh, at so some sick. point like someone who does like commission work yeah yeah but i'm like where am i gonna find someone who yeah. does that that is in new york city yeah that yeah. can talk for 90 minutes about yeah. it and we can be chill you right know? <laughs> well that's i was actually just thinking like i'd love to have you on and talk about gunpla oh, okay. if you want Interesting. Or any, literally anything else. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as deep into that as I am some other stuff. But yeah, okay, great. I, yeah, we'll I, check. I got all sorts of weird nerdy hobbies. <laughs> I love it. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah, we, we're right. looking for like the nerdier the better. I feel like it doesn't matter. This is what I've I've realized. And let me know what you think. It doesn't matter what they talk about as long as they're like into it. Yeah. It's just like we had a person talk about like King of the Hill because there's and there was like an amazing episode because they were like sick. so into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like this is so funny. Well, we're I mean, like, your yeah. your live show when I was doing the podcast oh, yeah. live shows <laughs> yeah. that was the best one by oh, far. Thank you. 
because <laughs> so sweet. So for the listeners, basically, they had we. I was doing podcast live shows at the tiny cupboard where I'd book a new podcast every week to do a live show, and they brought a luchador. Luchador, yeah. And he like he like jumped on stage. He he actually he, he did lifted. Couple, yeah, yeah, he lifted Fernando. Did a couple did flips a, on yeah, him. Yeah, lift or something. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was really fun. That was like super because we were like we weren't sure what we were doing. We kind of just like having fun, and then mm-hmm. you're like, you want to do a live show? I'm like, yeah, dude, that sounds so fun. And now we like we. So my like vision for the I guess we're talking about podcast now. My vision for the podcast <laughs> was like we'll just do it Zoom. It's like the easiest, most convenient. And then right. we did that show, and we we're like we have to do it live. Like this is the best way to do it mm. for sure. So you like changed the way we like did it, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. So now you do it in person. Yeah, we try to. Nice. I mean, there's um we just talked to a few people. On, it's like half half now because mm. like some people like they, they don't live here. You know. Right. 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 Um, yeah. So really I'm nice. uh, now that I've added a video element to the yeah. podcast, I am exclusively in person. In person. Yeah. Like, it, it is way better it's so much better yeah. especially like meeting strangers yeah because yeah, then yeah. it's you can actually like kind of get a, a sense, sense of, of what they're like yeah yeah it's also like we're hanging out it's yeah like, zoom is like it feels too it's it's very professional you're just like all right let's talk and it's like fine you know but it's just like it's not the same, mm-hmm. it's not the same. but yeah. i'm glad that uh you have a podcast that survived the pandemic <laughs> yeah yeah well I, I was like i was like it's gonna like blow i'm like trying to make it blow up i want to like do like marketing for it. i want to like do all these things and now i'm like it's just fun to do i just like enjoy yeah. meeting people and like working like a side hobby kind of thing yeah yeah i, I see it as like i i kind of started with this i was like i want to really like hit this hard yeah and then after like a while i was like this is a marathon so yeah, i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. Record and release, and I will gradually add yeah, listeners. Who knows how yeah. long it takes? And it's yeah. fine. And it's just like you, there's no like the stakes are low enough where it's just like I feel like whatever happens happens. Like it doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. know. I wanted to do a uh, a podcast that would blow up, and I was like, what if I did a true crime podcast? But <laughs> I interview people about actual crimes they've committed. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Just incriminate anybody. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I should probably so, be in jail, but uh, I didn't actually do it. Yeah. We'll look up the statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah, that's and, true. And then we'll we'll talk about anything before that. that yeah, people have done. That's I, fun. I also have a fun idea. This is I think this is going to be in the works for this year. I know Ooh. I say this a lot to the camera, but I have ideas. I want to do one called Podcast in the Dark. For, okay, for just the month of October. <gasps> wow. And it's just this, but all the lights, lights are, are off. Both the guests and, and then electric candles, right? <laughs> and then the guest tells me, electric can- "Get real like, candles, we, dude." <laughs> I should get you know, there. romantic. I should do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have a real candle right here. Yeah, because this room comes sometimes smells like kitty. Uh, uh, I cleaned yeah, everything it though before fine. you came over. Okay, don't awesome. even notice it. Yeah, it's like uh, now the humidity's picked up. Mm. I can smell all the little details, mm. and I'm like, this is why we do spring cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in the summer yeah. you can smell it. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, spring cleaning. I guess is that makes sense. Like things are trying to get musty. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, I want to do podcasts in the dark. So mm-hmm. I bring someone on, and mm-hmm. it's mostly comedians, and they'll just tell me a horror story or like. Uh, so, a paranormal experience fun. they've had. That's Maybe fun. talk about horror movies. Yeah, and then just release like eight of them yeah, in yeah. just the month of October, leading up to Halloween. That's so just fun. like a one season. That's like, a fun idea. I'm gonna. I want to do it. Yeah, that's a that's that's a fun. I. It's funny they say that because one of my one of my previous guests, one of my favorite episodes, was mm. with the Ghost Hunter. What? Yeah, yeah. He that's actually a good one. He's been on Letterman. He's like he <laughs> he has a Letterman credit, which is crazy. Um. Yeah, he like apparently did uh, a survey of the Ed Sullivan Theater. Mm-hmm. It was like it's one of the most haunted theaters in in that I've ever been to. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. You should talk to him. He lives in New York. He lives in like Long Island, so I don't know if he'll come mm-hmm. out. But you could probably get him on Zoom if you really want to. That's pretty sick. That's awesome. Yeah, I have he, to listen to that one. It's a really good episode because uh, less about ghosts, more about people, and that's <laughs> and it's like really wholesome what he does. Really? Do you want me, I can spoil it. For okay, you. go for it. Yeah, yeah. So like basically, he started. 
<laughs> she's like, I'm just like ready to spoil it. Just so excited. <laughs> Let me just ruin this podcast. Don't even listen to my podcast. Just listen to this one podcast. Negative uh, one viewer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. We're losing. We're actually losing people from doing this. Um, yeah, so basically I was like, dude, I'm gonna get some good ghost stories. And like, I don't mm. really believe in ghosts. So I think it'll be just like a fun, like, he's gonna, he's gonna like say some wacky stories. But he comes on and he's like, yeah, I went into the business being like, I'm gonna find ghosts. But now I'm in the business, like, I don't, it's not really a business. It's all volunteer work. And what we do is, and what I've realized is these people that were, that they, I'm speaking for him, I guess, the people that we are seeing are just really lonely people. And they start imagining sounds and like imagining like not really like hallucinations but to the point of like they have a creaky house and they think it's like a ghost right Whoa. but they're just like so lonely that they haven't had like human interactions and they have like an electrical problem in their house mm-hmm. and so that's like the bulk of what these guys deal with and so what they do is they go and like hang out with them and make their like make them like less lonely and he brings in like electricians or like woodworkers and like house people to like fix up their house so they stop making the sounds and be like oh the ghost the ghost is gone <laughs> But it's basically just like men like helping people out. It's like that's so wholesome, right? That's really cool. It's like it's like so sweet. But he does have a few ghost stories. Like apparently one time he was at like at a penitentiary in like mm-hmm. Philadelphia and he like had a video camera and he said he saw someone like walk by and like he couldn't like recreate it. It like there's no explanation why that happens. Mm-hmm. He's like a few of those, but he's like, yeah, it 99% of it is just like you're just, it's just like an empty room nothing's happening mm-hmm. and there's like a drip in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And like people <laughs> think it's like a ghost, but it's like you're just like a little lonely interesting in yeah i guess it makes sense that the yeah. the number of reported cases would be so extreme, so extreme. Yeah, compared yeah, to yeah. the number of like credible right. especially in new york city where everyone's died in every single building oh i don't want to think about that oh sorry i did someone, <laughs> someone once said uh they were like they someone once came in here and was like wow can you imagine in this in this bedroom they would have had like 40 people sleeping in here back in like the, 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 1912 weird I, yeah it's a weird thought yeah like, and people i was just, like, like packed in here yeah it's like oh my god don't Ooh, say that then yeah. i'm like <laughs> residual like bodily mold it probably yeah. exists. Sorry, I'm just like ruining your apartment for you. It's bad. Some poor kid pushing a, a hoop with a stick died <laughs> oh in the backyard. God. Yeah, yeah, that's how they played game. That's like the original baseball. You mm-hmm. know, kick the can, is stick the stick the poop. The know. original gun plot was putting the hoop together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're making YouTube videos of that now. Just like, well, look at this. Have you watched YouTube Gunplot ASMR? Have you? Uh, a little bit. It's pretty nice. It's, it's like, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I, nice. I was going to make one of those one time. Then I realized nice. how much effort it would be to record every time I cut with the nippers. It's so it's much. Too, yeah. It's like, so much work. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. All those ASMR videos are like intense. There's a lot of work. You but big, anyway. Big ASMR guy. I feel uh, I feel like I'm going to like confess something right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dabbled. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I've okay. dabbled in like a sexual way. Well, I don't think I've dabbled in like a normal way. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is off good. of Pornhub onto yeah. YouTube, dude. I don't know. I feel like I'm a very like auditory guy. I really interesting am for a lot of for a lot of things. That's why I got the one on one off on the headphones. Yeah, because I like yeah. to hear the ambient. I like to hear the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what did what, you listen to on the way here? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. So I don't really like listen. <laughs> I'm an auditory guy, but I don't really like. I don't really listen to a lot of things on the subway. You just I'm listen here. to people screaming at people. <laughs> I do noise canceling. I do like a white noise. Whoa. Yeah. I like to be like. It's like chill, kind of a commute. Interesting. Yeah, I see. This is a weird. I've, I've, my relationship with music has changed a lot. I feel like I don't listen to music as much. I'm like into silence now, which is another auditory thing. That's why ASMR is interesting. It's like it's part silence is like part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, 
That's cool. I have I have listened to it in a session. Anyway, I feel like I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> I feel like I'm just being vulnerable to you. I'm like, actually, I'm so comfortable talking to you. I'm oh, like, good. I can like say this. Yeah. So I actually listened to White Night White Noise for the first time ever uh-huh. recently. I was on a flight. Okay. Nice. Okay, this is like I'm so sorry. We're gonna derail for a second. <laughs> I got on a flight. It was delayed like 40 minutes. I get on the plane. Okay, we yeah. we start pulling off. We're getting yeah. taxied. Yeah. We're on the runway. The plane stops. The pilot says. Uh, JFK says they're not accepting flights. We might not be able to fly in. So we're going to wait for an update. It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. Whoa. Everyone is like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, then we start moving. He goes, oh, they cleared us for takeoff. We're good. Everyone's nice. like, yeah, okay. We're gunning down the runway right before it takes off, like top speed of the plane. The pilot slams on the brakes. Yeah. Like the craziest G-force I've ever felt. Whoa. And he was like, I'm sorry, folks, but like a warning light came on <gasps> when we were accelerating. I had to stop the plane. And so they pull us back to the gate, and everyone's like, "We're gonna die!" This yeah, plane, yeah. They were freaking out, and of I'm course. I'm reading Dune on my phone, and I'm fine. Nice. I'm like, they wouldn't fly if we're gonna reading die. Dune on your phone—that's insane. And so I literally just I put in my headphones and turned it to a white noise because I was like, yeah. I cannot listen to all to these people yeah. like ask the flight attendants walk up to the pilot, well, "We're gonna die! What's yeah. gonna happen?" I was like, white noise time. It was great. Yeah, white noise is good. Um, yeah, it helps. It does help, like just clear out. Especially like on the train and shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> do you listen to? Are you big? You big auditory guy? I seem like you are. I li- I don't know. I'm. How do you define that? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a. I guess I'm auditory sensitive. I'm not like always looking for auditory stimulation. I used mm. to be, but now like I took one dab of acid, one tab of acid, <laughs> literally changed the way I listen to music. Like I just I'm like into silence now. It's weird. Whoa. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. Am I incriminating myself? That's an illegal drug, isn't it? It's okay. Shit. <laughs> I, I we're feel doing your like, podcast the one you wanted yeah yeah this is a good one uh this is great um no i feel like auditory i don't know i feel like i i'm a big metalhead. so oh. in, at the end of high school i definitely fucked up my hearing nice i go to shows without earplugs that's like fun yeah it was fun but yeah. i do regret it yeah I, yeah I definitely regret it because even just in normal conversations i'm like yeah, yeah, like what the fuck did they shit? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like as I get older, I notice how much harder I'm like trying to listen yeah. to people, especially when there's like a lot of commotion going on. Yeah, just, yeah. So Damn. I don't know. Are you still metalhead? That's yeah. cool. See, that's like that. Metal. I appreciate. I'm not a big metalhead, but like I appreciate the idea of like distorted music. Mm-hmm. That's like what. Yeah, it's cool. I listen to it like it, it also depends on the place. I don't listen mm. to as much metal in New York City because mm. it's not a vibe. I'll listen to a lot of metal in like Colorado. Vibe. You're or, like, that vibe. Yeah. yeah. Like here I listen to like drum and bass for like yeah. hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been listening to like, like, a beat you can yeah. like, walk to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so ashamed of this because I have a gunpla <laughs> on my desk, but I've listened to this. I found this artist called Tokyo Pill. Okay. But it's like it's like this super it's like this really chill, like melodic, like drum and bass oh, cool. that I'm like I've just been binging it for like a week. So. Are you a weeb? No. Okay. Not really. I, there's like, like little things about you. I'm like, I wonder if he's a weeb. You there's Gumpla, Tokyo Pill. I'm like, no, no, it's no. it. You don't I, have to be. I have a collection have of like weird little interests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just, I don't know. That's that's a running joke on my podcast where Fernando calls me a weeb all the oh, time. Okay. And I'm a little yeah. bit of weeb. A little bit of a weeb. Yeah. What's your favorite anime? Uh, I don't really. Uh, One Punch Man right now. Nice. I've been reading the manga. Keeping the manga is really good. Oh whoa. I yeah, it's not like the... it's not like good, but it's like the action's really good. I only yeah. watched season one, and then season oh, yeah. well, season two was okay, but I'm like season one was where it's at. I don't know yeah. if the manga is, is as good as that. We don't have to get too into it, but I don't know how many of your listeners watch or read One Punch Man because it's only been two, yeah, maybe got some weebs up there, <laughs> bunch of nerds, a bunch of nerds. Um, it 
it's sort of you know how the you've seen season one it's sort of mm-hmm. about like it's like a meta not meta but like a deconstruction of like the superhero shonen genre right like, what if this guy's already op um they kind of deviate from that and mm-hmm. make make it more they like it goes more shonen where there's like rankings and like monsters versus villains and like gotcha. superpowers and like how does this power face, face this power that sort of happens but i'm in the arc now and in, in the in the in the timeline now saitama's back because he was missing sort of for a while but he's like back and now it's like now it's like <laughs> original one punch man and it's like really fun nice that's the best yeah. that's why you that's why people consume it they yeah. like him and his egghead yeah you gotta let it rest and then come back and then she's mm-hmm. like i get it uh but it was a long time where it's just like come on bring him back that's what i that's what i love <laughs> it's sick i yeah. i watched so i watched season one where i was living back at my parents house forever mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i watched episode one and my stepdad sat next to me yeah he watched the whole season one oh with me in one it. shot. And he and he it. was like, that was really good. Yeah, it's really good. And he goes, I just wish that it was in English to have subtitles. And I was like, that was an option the whole time. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you could have just said something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just like, spent so much time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wasn't going to change it. <laughs> D- yeah, dudes, dudes, uh, dudes need to communicate. That's the issue. That's um, the issue. Yeah, but it's... it's I do miss. I think one season one is like probably the best so far because yeah, it hasn't yeah, gotten yeah. back to that level of like, oh, this is like really interesting. Yeah, because you know? it was yeah. just like fun. The humor was on point. The action yeah, was on point. on point. Yeah, it, everything was like working. Yeah. It was a it's a perfectly encapsulated show right. for season one. Right, but now it's more like a shonen. Like, yeah, which if you guys don't know what shonen, it's more like a Dragon Ball Z kind of like fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who is it? Chris Sure is always trying to get us to watch One Piece. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading through One Piece right now. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it's like it's a modern day epic, which is why I find it to be really interesting. It's a massive undertaking. Yeah, and that's absolutely. why I refuse to touch it. Well, it's like if you think about like. I love where we're like before this podcast we're like we're gonna talk about comedy we've talked about comedy yeah, zero we're 17 minutes in <laughs> yeah. we're getting off track it's fine it's okay um, we're talking about other random shit we love yeah which is all like you know if it, it works with our comedy uh, maybe but yeah uh, One Piece is really good in that like it does remind me you know how like the like Homer the Iliad uh, mm. the odyssey these are like those are like classic epics mm. one, one piece i really do feel like is like a modern day version of that Whoa. it's like such a long epic journey like nothing compares to it's like all one story they're all like for one task it's like no, literally no other piece of media like compares to that i feel like Damn. right like what well, i can't think of one you know that's it, that it, it's that's a great sell that's <laughs> yeah, a great right? pitch <laughs> which is why like i i so i read one piece when i was a kid a lot but then mm. i stopped and now it's like they're into like their thousandth episode mm. and i'm just like that's fascinating like what nothing is nothing is like this yeah it's like you are reading something very unique <laughs> you're yeah. reading like the one oh, piece of, it's all good the the one piece of fiction that is that scares people with how yeah. long it is oh yeah and that's why people like like infinite jest you know it's like a thousand pages but it's like similar in that way of like it's just interesting how long yeah. it is i yeah. don't know i get i get the i get overwhelmed yeah, especially yeah. with like reading stuff mm-hmm, or watching mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. game of thrones like the song of ice and fire mm-hmm. and the five books that's the most i've read the yeah. fastest in my entire life yeah. but like now it's like i'm reading dune i'm like halfway through mm. and it's taking me like you know like a week and it's pretty the the, the first book yeah nice so but i read it in high school but i wanted to revisit Re- it because yeah, yeah. i loved the movie and yeah. i don't know i'm like I think I'm going to try to power through and see if I can do the whole series yeah. just because I don't tackle stuff like that. It is overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. The reason, one of the reasons I love like Gundam and like the mm-hmm. Gundam anime yeah. is every show is 50 episodes. And yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. There's no like, oh, we're in episode. <laughs> it's not Naruto. Like, right. Do oh, you episode f- 227, you know? Do you feel like, uh, I guess, overwhelmingness aside, it's like 
You feel like it's like a grind almost a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that also this is like kind of an interesting thing that I deal with is I feel like there's a there's a in all of us we have like a creative slash consumptive cycle. Mm-hmm. So mm. like the the amount of like I'm reading Dune, which yeah. is purely consumptive because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something that is not real, yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's yeah. just a fun read. Right. You know? Right. So I feel like I need to balance that out with like real world stuff, mm. you know, and doing something creative to yeah. like to get to get it back yeah Yeah, yeah. so i try to to do too many things like that like that is one thing that is one of my gripes about anime Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and gunpla this is a fun hobby like doing like building the models whatever right right but it's like you if you watch an anime all you've done is just watch something Mm -hmm. and because it's for us at least it's in like not a native language yeah you have to just focus on that yeah yeah, you can't multitask you can't have it on the background while you paint or do something right and then like same with gunpla like these kits are fun, but once yeah. you're done building it, it's just on the shelf. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so it was just like there. a fun, creative thing for like these right. five hours. It's and it's kind of there, there, you yeah. know? So I like things I can revisit and improve right. on and like yeah. kind of engage with in different ways. Get like, better at, yeah. I'm like a miniature Wargamer. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Like Warhammer? No, I play Battletech. It's, Battle a, okay. it's a different one. Okay. Uh, but is it, is it good? Is it better than Warhammer? Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I never but played like, either. But it's, uh, it's like, you know, I, I paint miniatures and like, play with this God. group i met on fucking reddit and they Love had me it. do a discord damn dude and it's like fun because it's like the game is like expansive enough where i get to always try new tactics yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and you get to like paint stuff mm-hmm. and like it's, it's like, like immersive and like also the hobby yeah, yeah i get you but it's like a, a, in that i don't give a fuck about the lore for <laughs> yeah. the most part There's, i know some basic lore i'm yeah. like i'm here to roll dice and damn. fucking win dog. that's so funny <laughs> yeah damn oh, okay interesting yeah i i feel uh yeah, I feel like I had that fear with One Piece, but then mm. I like was like, oh, you just read it and you're like, it's fine. Yeah. It's easy. It's it, <laughs> it can be chill, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's there's something to like just allow it. I feel like as comedians, mm-hmm. you'll understand this is sometimes you feel guilty just doing something to relax. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's so good much to have grind that. culture in our fucking brains. Yeah, right. Do you feel so do you feel grindy with uh your battle tech stuff? Like you feel yeah. like I gotta like okay, good. So yeah. it's like very much purely it's it's like every like if I've got like an event coming up and I'm like an event, wow. like if we have cool. if we have a big game, I might be like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna paint up these units I've never used before Whoa. in this scheme, yeah. and I want to use this specifically. Yeah, and then I'll get excited, paint for like a week, and I'll be like, okay, I'm done. Damn, you know, God, you 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 should meet my roommates because they are into all this stuff as yeah. well. They like, they've never done it before, but they like like. They like dabble a little bit of miniatures, you yeah, know. Yeah. We played D and D, and like we had to like paint our like the my roommate made us paint our miniatures for Whoa, it, you know. It's just like official. I think he like wants to get, and they they've looked at Warhammer. We watch Warhammer clips on YouTube, you know. We're like they're like about their gateway. They're about to like, get into it. You have to stop them because <laughs> Warhammer is way too expensive. It's so expensive, yeah. And the constant <clears throat> the, the the constant. <laughs> releasing of rule books mm. that stack up so you need the core rules yeah then you need your codex and yeah. then you need the errata Ooh. and all the other data slates so yeah you're spending you know 150 dollars on books yeah. and materials to know what's going on yeah. for them to release something next quarter that's going to invalidate part of it and the miniature prices are insane insane okay i feel i feel like that's sort of built into the appeal of warhammer where it's like we i love they like sort of built in capitalism with it right mm-hmm. it's like it's like you live for Warhammer in a way. Like you work for this thing. Yeah. It's like it's like people kind of like that. It's it, so weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Especially when like when you see people and they have like their photos of like mm-hmm, you know a mm-hmm. four by six table. Yeah. And they have it's all painted models yeah. and you look at them up close. And you're like these could be in a museum with how yeah. long they're painted. And you're yeah. like, so you spent like oh, what, ten thousand yeah. hours just on this hours army and and yeah yeah. 
it's crazy. It's a whole world. It's dangerous. And yeah. same thing with uh, D&D to an extent. Yeah, it can But be. that's a, D&D is a cool thing because you, you do get that. It's like not as capitalistic at yeah, all. Yeah, and yeah. you get more creative engagement. Cause you're oh, yeah. Like, it's improv. You're defining all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you dungeon master? Or are you I've never dungeon mastered and I don't ever want to. It's no. so much work. I see my roommate do it and I'm like, that sucks. Like, I, I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. I can just show up. Like, yeah. that's way better. And also, like, D&D D- is fun, but I don't know if it's, like, something I'm, like, itching to do a lot, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I'm, uh, I used to play a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. I have since come around to, uh, I hate Dungeons and Dragons players. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Only because it's, like, so popular and yeah. now it's, like, especially now, yeah. Before. You're in that New York Times thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's it so fun. Like, I wanted to ask you about that, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, a random thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because you also, I didn't know you actually played. I thought you were just, like, oh, you was in a ra- you're in like a random photo shoot and then i was like that was cool but you've actually played yeah. i was no i was not playing in that photo i didn't think so yeah yeah i was playing BattleTech at the hobby shop uh... and the manager comes back he goes who wants to be in the new york times and i was like <laughs> yeah so fuck yeah because they awesome. were doing they wanted to promote some of the store stuff so they mm-hmm. had a game set up and they're like mm-hmm. okay we're gonna pretend for so for the photographer and we'll explain to her what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. so we just like did a bunch of like poses <laughs> and like that's so cool i was like dude i got a new york Times. that's so it. cool i literally i my dad met texted me today he's like thanks Thanks for sharing. It's an excellent photo. I got, yeah, I got the, he goes, I got the paper copy <laughs> and you've only been in New York three years. Uh, there's 19 million people who wish they could get in the New York Aww. Times. I was like, that's, it's, yeah, I guess. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. But it's just a photo of me pretending. Literally, yeah. I didn't write the article. <laughs> there's no quotes by me. They didn't interview me. Yeah. It's just my face. <laughs> but it's it's cool. The New York Times is one of the biggest newspapers. Your son's, yeah. your kid's in it. Like, I'd be pretty pumped. You know? It's pretty neat. I don't know. It's neat. It's, it's like, like a fun thing. It's just the, yeah. It's like one of those weird facts. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like I should get a paper version of that somewhere. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, frame it and be like, totally. Look grand- at, I was there. Yeah. My grandkids would be like, what the hell is this? I'm yeah. Like, That's my face. <laughs> you put it on the gram, right? Instagram? Like you posted it somewhere, right? Yeah, I posted right? my story. That's that's basically printing it out. You're yeah. Good. You don't have to worry. <laughs> it's all online anyway, you know? Yeah. I should yeah. post I should post like on the real on the the grid. I should oh, grid, right. grid post. Oh, it. dude, you gotta put on the grid. Yeah. That's a that's a grid <laughs> post for sure. And speaking that's of fun. grid posts, yeah, art. <laughs> Are we good in comedy now? <laughs> we'll, we'll shift gears. Damn, dude. I was excited to talk to you about why you hate. Uh, Dungeon Dragons player, but we'll talk about that later. But you're the guest in this show. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I do realize when I go on podcast, I get into interview mode, and I'm like, "Tell me about you, Massa." You know, like I, I get, you get it, you get it. <laughs> dude, I've done that on other shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went on two nosy meerkats, I yeah. felt like I was hosting. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> it's just we've done it for muscle. so long. Yeah. yeah. So when when did you first get into comedy? What what? How long Great. have you been doing stand up? Um, I've been doing it for about four ish years. Okay. I guess I guess like it's hard to gauge pandemic like what. But how do you count that? But I guess four issues. Four issues. It feels okay. like four. Over four or under four? Uh, under. A little okay. under. You're probably the same. I, I, started, I started like uh, almost four years ago. And yeah. August will be like four. Yeah. Me. I think I consider the pandemic year as a year. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I also like, I don't know if I, yeah, I don't know. I, I say for, yeah, a little under four. I did, guess. did you go out for outdoor comedy? No, I never did. I kind of regret it, to be honest. It looked fun. It looked yeah. interesting. A lot to regret. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I have heard a lot. Of, I mean, Again, I like podcasts, so I've heard a lot of, heard a lot of comedians be like, yeah, it was uh, not fun. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. People hated it. People so, loved it. Yeah, it was nice. just basically just a hang. <laughs> I've heard, yeah, it's a good hang. Also, I've heard people gain like good like stage skills yeah which i kind of wish i did but whatever you know? good whatever. whatever so when did you what when was your first comedy exposure yeah, good good question um i first started doing comedy i guess exposure wise i've always loved comedy mm-hmm. i've always like 
ever since I was a kid, like just been so fascinated with like stand up and like comedic movies, especially. Mm. And I always found myself like ending up on the Wikipedia pages of like Tina Fey, you know, Whoa. like I'm always like looking at Second City. I'm like, what is Second City? It's so interesting. <laughs> Did you, uh, what, what were your early comedy movie favorites? Did you have any ooh, big ones? Oh, yeah. Uh, Coming to America. My dad and I used to watch that a lot together. Okay. <clears throat> um, what else? I love Wayne's World growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to the Future, I guess, wasn't super fun. It's not super funny, but it's like kind of a, it's a wacky movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those are the main ones. Those okay. two stick out to me. So you're just like, you're just digging in and like yeah. watching all Oh, the Anchorman, comedy. that was big. Borat came out when I was in like eighth grade, you oh, know? Devastating yeah. for the young male. Yeah. <laughs> My wife. My wife, yeah. <laughs> Changed our lives. <laughs> it was like, I remember being in college and then being like, no one's made a Borat voice yeah, in a while. I know, right? <laughs> and then Borat 2 came out. Oh, it's bad. It was bad, baby. Um, yeah, those are the main ones, I think. Mm. As in, I think most dudes our age probably similarly. Yeah. Those movies. Jackass. Jackass. <laughs> um, I love Conan growing up a lot. Okay. Conan O'Brien. I never really watched a lot of Late Night, but I always knew like Conan was like a funny dude, and I always mm-hmm. like, watched his like clips. I remember when YouTube came out, YouTube yeah. I watched a lot of Conan. I also grew up a lot of YouTube uh, comedy. Okay. Yeah, so that's fun. YouTube comedy was that just like people's clips they uh, post on YouTube or yeah just like silly things people did um, e-bombs world like sort of internet humor kind of oh, things okay, gotcha, those were gotcha, gotcha. kind of big um, yeah those were like when I first was exposed and, and I was like obsessed with all the stuff I got to like mm-hmm. memorize things Dimitri Martin was my first comedy album I ever bought oh hell yeah um, he was I'd, he was one of the first specials I ever watched and he's my favorite comic of all time oh yeah yeah, well, yeah one of the first comics I saw live ever oh really yeah I remember um, going to a show in, in Nebraska where I'm from. And it was like the first time I like bought a ticket to like a show. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, I spent a lot, like 40 bucks on this, <laughs> you know? It was like high school too. It was like, yeah, wasn't yeah. a big deal, whatever. I was like, well, not a kid, you know? But I was like going there and I remember uh, my face was numb from like laughing so much and it ne- it's never happened before. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, I've just been smiling this whole, like for yeah, yeah, an yeah. hour and a half straight. You know what I'm saying? It was so weird. Uh, That's yeah. amazing. And Mitch Hedberg, I was like a huge into one-liners growing up. Mm. Um, loved a one-liner. Interesting, not a yeah. one-liner comic. I know. I started as a one-liner comic really? uh, when I first started in New Orleans. Uh, I was in college. I did my first open mic. What? What, you, what is this? You just <laughs> casually dropped the Nebraska, and then you casually dropped the New Orleans. Yeah, I went to like, college in New Orleans. Fuck. Yeah, where, where, a, where in Nebraska are you from? Omaha, Omaha Nebraska. Omaha, oh, okay. Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, the only place that matters in Nebraska. Let's be real. Yeah, uh, I no. used to drive through there all the time. Oh, really? Because my nice. my family's from Michigan, and oh, I I right. lived in Denver my whole life, mm. so we would road trip and Omaha. Was always the... the first night of the road trip. Oh, so because, you stayed in Omaha. Yeah, so it was always like nice. a eight to ten hour drive to get to, to Omaha. Omaha. And then, Ooh, what a boring drive, right? What a boring drive. That that okay. Denver <laughs> to Omaha is torture. <laughs> yes, and yes. It's it's same thing yeah. with Denver to Kansas City. Both mm-hmm. terrible. But, yeah, popcorn. Omaha to Chicago. Yeah. pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah, not bad. Oh, oh Iowa Some has hills, the hills. Yeah, and the fog. It's nice. Yeah, I remember driving through. I so I drove my dad. He's moving to Las Vegas. I drove through Colorado. That was a t- that was a beautiful drive. But it was like getting to there. It was like, what? This sucks. Is once, this over yet? Yeah. yeah. Once you pass Denver and then you're on I-70 west to yeah. Vegas, it's. Oh, I was so hyped. So scenic. I was like, it's I amazing. want to keep driving. This yeah. is nice. <laughs> I didn't know driving could feel so good, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So wh- where'd you go to school in New Orleans? I went to school in New, uh, Tulane in New Orleans. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I started. Uh, I did some open mics. Um Senior year of college, which what, is like twenty. What pushed you to try it out? Uh, I'd always like wanted to try. Time? Yeah, I always wanted to try. Um, uh, I guess it was like I thought I thought it was funny. Um, but I think it's just like a fascinating 
think of I, I took a women in stand up comedy class um, to like sort of dabble dabble and get mm. in there, you know. Didn't, and again, I always like looked they didn't into have a fellows in stand up. Yeah, comedy I know class. what the fuck, dude. <laughs> I thought this is sexist. Um, no, yeah, I, I was actually very interested in improv uh, for a long time growing up because mm. again, I always I always ended up in like the second city. Right, you're watching TV, Wikipedia, and you see the improv. Yeah, comics I, for like, the most part. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, not a huge SNL fan growing up, but like I always like knew of it, and I was like, "What is this? It's like mm. a funny TV show." Um, <laughs> I wanted to take improv classes in Omaha, yeah. but I, like didn't I didn't know how to ask my parents to like pay for that. Uh, so yeah, I I that was like the we didn't have improv in New Orleans when I was there, so I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll just like try stand up. Um, nice. Did not go well. I was like really bad at it. Um, the class was fun though. We just like watched stand up the whole class it was a bad like it was a bad class i didn't like learn anything mm. like i guess like i wasn't taught any i, I didn't write any papers really wait this is a college credit yeah it was an english course yeah unbelievable yeah it was it, looking back it was like a bad but good class and that like i did no real work but i just like we just all watched tv and you're like day. there's my tuition money <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's where that felt bad we're yeah. just like i was hoping to like get into like the nitty-gritty of it but we are just watching stand-up the whole right, time right. you know which is fun it was fun we, I, I know a lot of i know a lot of women comedians now um <laughs> yeah so that's that's what happened and then i applied to grad schools in a few cities and i, I knew i wanted to live in the city um and i got into nyu for grad school and I, I knew I wanted to go to a city because I wanted to try. I knew the cities had improv. Mm. Um, so I wanted to like, do improv. And so I did that. And then I moved to New York and I did improv a little bit in New York. And then I was Which like, one? Which? Uh, I did classes at the Magnet, but okay. I like, did a lot of like indie teams with okay. like, UCB people and Pit people. And How long were you doing improv for? I didn't know you did. Two ish years? Okay. Yeah. A year and a half, maybe. Yeah, I love improv. Mm. I just like, it's just not. Um, it's just inconvenient to do. And also, it's just like, there's not really a market for it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I do love improv. I How think is it inconvenient? You got a um, it's a team thing. You yeah, have to, like, yeah. meet it once a week, you know, and, like, to pay a coach and, like, to make sure it's a scheduling. And it's just like, uh, I don't want to deal with that, you know. So what made you come yeah. crawling back? <laughs> I don't know. I think um, it's funny. I actually, when I moved here, I was like, I'm going to do all this, all the comedy stuff. I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to do improv. I'm going to do sketch. I'm going to do all of it, right? Um, and I signed up for an improv class. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to an open mic and I prepare material. Went to the open mic. Do you know, when did you move here? Uh, J- July 2019. Okay. I, there was a bar in South Brooklyn called Super Collider. I think okay. it's closed by now. But they had, a, they had a mic there. And I went to it because it was close to my house. Uh, it was a bucket mic. And I was like, oh, I'll probably, I'll probably go like last or like mm-hmm. second half. You know, I was like not expecting. I went like second. So like, they <laughs> called me up and I was like so fucking nervous. I forgot my whole set. Oh, Literally stood no. up there. I just like s- stared and I was like, uh, this, is, uh, this is my first set in New York City. And people like cheered. Obviously people always cheer for that, mm-hmm. you know? And then I was like, well, I can't really remember anything. So uh, have a good one. I just got off. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing stand up. I'm not going to do stand up uh, ever. And then I was like, I'm just going to do improv and sketch. I'm going to be that guy. Um, but then I was doing it. I was like, this shit's inconvenient. This shit's like very tough to do. And also, like, I I was like starting to write more stand up bits. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this is actually pretty fun. I like, am, am enjoying this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm going to try getting back into stand up. And I think that happened like 2017, 2018, which is about four years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. So um, yeah, I just like. Got back into it, 
uh, the first few mics. Uh, do you remember 61 Local? Mm-mm. Okay, it was like another South Brooklyn one. What, what's yeah. wh- what, so? Where where in South Brooklyn were you? I was in Gowanus. Go- oh, so like Halyards was a big big. Okay, Halyards was one of my first. Yeah. Okay. That was a uh, yeah. That was like intimidating. It was yeah. like very intimidating to yeah. go in New York scene. It was so, yeah. uh, also because everyone there was so fucking good. Good, and also they all knew each other. They're yeah. like friends, so like, you're just like popping into a friend group yeah. basically, and you're like, "Fuck, this sucks." Yeah, it it, it was tough because I started in, in Denver, yeah, and uh, then I came here, and Halyards is one of the first mics, and people were like, "This is a good mic," like online, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I would go there, mm-hmm. and I I just most I didn't like bomb super hard, but it became very clear very quick, yeah. quickly that my year of material was not going to yeah. cut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, okay, yeah, New York will kick you in the ass, um, because that's where I saw uh, Dan Yang. Meets yeah he he fucking loves Pranav Bihari okay yeah yeah uh, and then it was hosted by Wendy Steiner. Wendy Steiner yeah and those three are like all fucking all doing amazing stuff yeah they're so funny yeah. um but yeah that's like a sort of my journey I like ended up here in like twenty around the same time you did twenty sixteen nice. is when I moved here yeah okay I think I went Big guy. I think Lee had me go to your mic once Toaster Tuesdays it... or Jerry Seinfeld presents which one. Was it Jerry Seinfeld presents pre-pandemic? pre-pandemic? Uh, it was Toaster Tuesdays pre-pandemic. Okay. Yeah, it was that Black Hat similar similar vibe, I guess. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. it must have been that one because it was like yeah. there was like two or three mics back to back, and you were one of the. Sli- I can't remember. Yeah, probably it was like six, yeah. six o'clock Tuesdays or something. Yeah, yeah. So that that was like the first time I went to Black Cat. Yeah. Your mic oh, well, it's fun. So. I, sorry, I don't remember you. It's okay. Showing up. It's okay. That it's was still bad. a phase of my comedy career where hosting a mic was a big deal. Yeah, me. yeah. Where I was like, man, to host those, a mic, dude, cool. Those guys are hosting a mic. <laughs> so <They're> much <laughs> stuff. Man, those were the gatekeepers. Those were the gate. Yeah, the gate. <laughs> I was definitely a gatekeeper. Uh, I still am. I feel that way. That's no, a no, no, no. great spot. You picked a good spot. To it's host a mic. yeah. They they are so nice in that like we're so spoiled there. They let us do anything we want. It's like so nice. I I, I don't know if. I don't know if this relates to anyone listening, but like venue hunting, hunting is like so uh, such a pain in the ass. It's the worst. Yeah, we, me and David Dobbins. Yeah. So for our show, Two Virgins, right. we walked around probably five days mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. four hours each day. Yeah. And just went Popped place to every place. single bar. Yeah. yeah. Every bar, every neighborhood, the even yeah. the bars that were stoked about it, yeah. we would email or contact, and they would just nothing. fall flat. Right. Yeah. And the ones who were like down to do it a lot of them like have rules yeah like you have to hit a 200 hundred dollar minimum you have to bring this many people you have to make sure like it's out by this time mm. black hat they're just like do whatever do you want yeah it's like we are so spoiled there like i feel so it's it's like insane my one beef yeah the ventilation shaft in the middle of the yeah room. dude it's bad but- it's bad we were, we, were, we were actually thinking about i mean not like seriously but we're like we let's shop around the idea of like what if we move the show like to somewhere like more real you know yeah, yeah, like a more yeah. like stage like thing but it's like then we have to fucking do everything yeah no they expect us to do because the benefit of yeah. black hat too is the yeah. vibe is perfect i know right you also you just have random non-comedians yes. who are like trying to do homework or they're yeah. just hanging out so which you, i do feel bad like interrupting them but you know whatever but they like 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 last night there was yeah. people they were just there on the couch yeah, listening which is nice. and they're just yeah. having fun it's like yeah you don't get that in new york mics right which is like yeah that's i feel i feel lucky in that way mm-hmm. um yeah again we're so spoiled there it's insane i, I feel too lucky so you moved to the city. You mm-hmm. you must have started hosting pretty quick after you started comedy, then, right? Um, I think I hosted my first. So again, it's it's hard to say because I like did improv and sketch. Like, do you do you count that as hosting, or do you count that? What do you what do you? Oh, uh, hosting mics. Mics, got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think um, 
I wanted a way to practice. I wanted like an open, mm. like every week guaranteed. Like if you want to go up, you can go up kind of situation. I was like, you got to host a mic to do that. So mm. I just like, yeah, ask the dude. That is true. That is yeah. true. So I think I, I did that maybe like a year in. I think I realized okay. that. Like I need to, yeah, maybe nice. like six months in, a year to six months, something like that. Six months to a year. Yeah. I just, I started hosting because I was like, I was like, this seems cool. I, I want to try yeah. this. I want to get. It's also fun. Yeah, I want to get good at this and figure this out. Right. And then when you start hosting, you're like, oh shit, this is how you meet everybody. Yeah, meet everybody, and also you get, you get practicing mm-hmm. if you want. Um, but yeah, it's it's like insanely good for networking, mm-hmm. which I was not expecting. I was just be like, oh, people are gonna come in and out. It doesn't matter. But yeah. people will, like hang out, talk to you. I tell nice. new comedian like Andrea. You know Andrea. Oh yeah, she, <sighs> one of my favorite people. She's yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah. I'll have her on the podcast eventually. Uh, but <laughs> you'll never be on mine, Andrea. If you're yeah. listening, <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, knows. I already told her. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she I t- well, she started a mic at the tiny cupboard. Like yeah. right, so right. Lee has her hosting one. Yeah, and I was like. Like that's the move. I was like, "You're new, but this is gonna be great because you're gonna oh, meet absolutely. so many people." Like, yeah, that's how I met. I met her basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I started other mics, but I knew she ran one. And I was like, "I'm gonna go to that one. She seems cool." And like, I did, and I started talking. I'm like, "You're great." Yeah, yeah. That's how you meet people. It's it's like the best. It's like you network. Yeah, you practice. It's, and the stakes are so low. So low. At your it's, own it doesn't mic. matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny that like I also had the feeling of, like moving here and being like, "Whoa, these guys run a mic." <laughs> That's a show, basically. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, Which is, like, funny. Where I started, it was, like, I felt like running a mic was such a big deal because mm-hmm. there were so few. So it was, yeah, like, totally. okay, there are six mics this week in yeah. this part of Colorado that yeah. we let, like, everyone... And you got audience, to. too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like it kind of was a show. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, yeah, New Orleans was the same. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Right. Um, did you guys... This is something I've been sort of thinking about. Uh, in New Orleans, they have um, their mics are hierarchy based, like seniority based, kind of like who they like will ask you who you are, and then you'll like tell them, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, and they'll like put you on the lineup depending on how much you've hung out there, how much they know you. Interesting. Yeah. That I, I was I, that in Colorado. Do you know? I'm some, curious about it. Some. So, yeah. Because I mostly stayed in the Boulder area. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's a 30 minute drive from Denver. If you yeah. really want to go to Denver, that's you can you can hit stuff that is like um like sequential sign up you know interesting first come first serve you uh-huh. can hit the bucket stuff uh-huh. they have like more normal style yeah but in Boulder it was definitely host choice that's so crazy because well we'd be at like performing at like breweries and stuff yeah. and there would be literally an audience like ten people yeah. twelve people sometimes there was like a night where there was like sixty, 60 one time yeah insane so right you're you're not in this like oh, we can just throw up whoever, whenever, because we're all yeah. comics, fuck it, we're all practicing, yeah. like we do here all the time. Right. It's like, okay, we need to put up good people first so the audience stays. Is happy. Yeah. And they'll stay for everyone else. And mm. if they have a good show, and then there's like one that kind of sucks, yeah. they might stay through that. But if it right. sucks, and it sucks, and that's right. good, it'll be like, you're going to start losing people. Oh, yeah. Know? Also, if like if people, they will start leaving, you'd rather leave them leave later rather yeah. than like earlier. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, I was sort of against the idea, but that sort of convinced me. Be like, if there was a mic that had a bunch of audience, like that makes sense to yeah. me. Because in my mind, like when I was doing it in New Orleans, there was some audience. But not it wasn't like packed out all the mm-hmm. time. But I was like always going there like pissed. Like what the heck? Like you just, just because I'm new doesn't mean I feel like I shouldn't be like going at two a.m. Like that's not how you like develop anybody anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like it's such a weird punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's actually very convincing. This is uh, I'm like convinced. Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It does suck. It sucked so much starting yeah. out just going at totally. the end because like okay I'm going at the end all the and back then it was like man there's only two audience left. Yeah, no, I, would, I would feel so lucky if there's two audience yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. But 
yeah it, it was tough bad. but i feel like uh it's just one of those like it's one of those like unintended hazing things that yeah. everyone goes through in a way you know God, it's like it's so dumb it's like know, your first like bucket mic you you do the creek in the cave yeah and then they a, pull bucket, a, mic, a bucket mic a bucket mic and then yeah. you're dead last it's yeah. actually been three and a half hours yes yeah. absolutely Everything which i feel like post-pandemic hasn't been as bad so right i feel like it's been pretty chill i'm a big I mean. fan of the pre-sign up mics yeah i think that's the we've we've the mic that we do is like we've we've experimented and pre-sign up stuff in the best it's amazing because yeah. you can be like okay we want this mic to only be two hours yeah and then you can make it just two, two hours. hours right yeah and it's we've been lucky in that like people come for the and there's like a wait list of people people that like don't show up we can they can like take their spots everyone's been getting off the wait list it's been nice so nice. like you can just like, show up and like it's not a big deal that's awesome yeah i say that now that everyone's gonna show up and it's gonna be over. So. <laughs> They're gonna ruin it. Sorry. Yeah, I do. Uh, my my mic on Tuesday at the tiny cupboard is show up, go up. Yeah, but based on my trend analysis, mm, there's always analysis. yeah, there's always like le- there's always like seven or eight people. Okay, and so it always ends before the time is mm. up. It's nice because I go from that right to my show two. That's right. We bump into each other. Yeah, at on Tuesdays. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, in yeah. the pink the pink uh, the pink room, pink church. Yeah, is I'm that where it's at? No, my mic is upstairs. Studio. I just Got I just it. dropped the keys down there. Yeah. Do but, you track? Are you are you like a logistics guy? Are you analyzing these things? Not like, really. Okay. But uh, when you do something every week for yeah. uh, almost a year, yeah. you kind of get a vibe. I sort of yeah. <laughs> I sort of I I track like really? the mics I go to and the shows I do. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's I don't for no reason honestly. Mm. Like I don't think it helps or anything. I'm just like curious I, to see. I, I used to track every time I performed stand-up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what location, what day, yeah, and then if there's yeah. any special notes. Yeah. And I got up to 300, and I stopped. Yeah. I don't think it does anything. Like, it, it just it does help, I think, with consistency. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep going, you know? Like Jerry Seinfeld says, like, having a calendar, you can keep Xing it, and if you miss one, it's going to bother you too much, so you got to keep going. Yep. I don't think it actually affects me. But <laughs> <laughs> I see the, uh, conceptually, I, I understand. But I think it's just, like, fun to mm-hmm. be like, tracking oh cool i did this yeah, yeah. i think early on it was kind of nice too yeah because it was like man i did 100 sets I yeah feel a lot whoa. better than i did yeah, yeah and then like now it's like it's i feel like it's astronomical how much i've improved as a comedian yeah. since those first 300 sets yeah. which 300 you'd be like that's a lot of times to do something yeah it's nah. not no nah. it's not you did ten thousand hours right yeah is that the number that's a number right yeah and it's still bomb yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fucking la- like true. yesterday at your mic, I feel like every time a comedian comes on the show, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I bombed so hard at your thing. But no, you're fine. But like last night, I was like, <clears throat> I don't know what it is, but I got this shit in my throat. And it just like, mm-hmm. I went up there, I did like a riff that didn't land. And I just realized, I was like, oh, I'm the guy who now looks like he's coughing into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no one, dude, I was not thinking that at all. Uh, I was thinking, why is this guy bombing so hard? No, uh, <laughs> no I, I thought the riff about the hat, that was funny. People about, laugh. about the hat. Oh yeah, I yeah. stepped on that. Yeah, no, it's, it's that's funny. It's dude, Lee just underhanded, underhand pitches me shit on oh, stage. Oh yeah, she like yelling at me <laughs> yeah. about something on stage, and I'm like, not gonna make fun of you, and yeah. they're all gonna love it. Like, no, she's smiling. She likes it. Yeah, you can I, tell she likes it. She, she's it, a fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm glad. Thanks for coming. By yeah, the way. I, I was like, I, I totally was like, we gotta go because yeah. they keep telling me we gotta come by. And yeah, we gotta go, so it's it's so. I feel um, I genuinely like seeing people. Like, mm-hmm. even if I don't know you, I'm like, thank you so much for, like, I really feel that way. Like, yeah, thank you yeah. so much for coming to the mic. 
and they're like, oh, it's another mic. Like, no, like you guys are the reason why this is this still exists. You know, exactly. it's it's like so important that you guys are here. You can just be grateful for it. You know, it's I'm not so like... grateful. Yeah, it's not like a weird like, yeah, dude, we fucking want people this damn mic. You know, like fucking meeting people. No, it's like literally like we all are. I don't know. I have this like weird gratefulness. That, yeah, gratitude. I guess is the better word. It's it's yeah. like also especially like you know this like the pre pandemic like the torture mics mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. go into like village mics that just no one yeah. laughs at you and everything like having yeah. a good fun mic is like this is a good time because yeah you see people you like you right. practice and the vibe is chill right you know? and i think it's more it's it is more in my in my mind like a hang in yeah. yeah yeah even though like we are like all practicing still exactly. but it's all like we're hanging i feel that way at least I don't yeah know. i don't know about you but i definitely feel that way i <sighs> promise i do promise <laughs> okay. i promise so much yeah uh, all right good i also i feel like a, when i host mics i also like to do um I do hosting between comics every time. Mm. So I like always take the person Fun. off. Yeah. Maybe do a riff, bring the next person up. Yeah. Cause I like, I like it to feel special and like, yeah. a sh- like, like I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. And dude, am I Mike? I just roast people. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, that's fun times fun though. They, they're like cool with it. It's like fun. My, one of my favorites, this yeah. is what I do is, uh, if a comic goes up there and like, you know, he like points out the only female comic in the room, makes a gay joke, makes <laughs> yeah, a trans joke. Women be like this, men be like this, <laughs> like that type of stuff. I'll be like, dude, you want to open my bingo? You yeah. hit all the topics. You <laughs> made funny. the Hitler joke too. That's a funny like, riff. Yeah, <laughs> I call him out. I, I use that That's one funny. so much because yeah. it's just like, oh, we're in a room full of guys, and I'll get five minutes to talk. Now Someone's I'm like wondering, like, now I'm wondering, like, have I hit that bingo? I probably have, just like throughout my stand up career. You know, yeah. you're just like wondering, like, I probably talked about just that one woman in the room for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. My uh, my favorite is uh, <laughs> fucking Sean O'Connor got me doing this. Is like at our at my mic. If it's like all dudes, sometimes be like fellows, Mike. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's fun. It is fun to like really bro out at a it, mic. It's I'm so not gonna stupid. Lie. It's like let's fucking go, and they're like, yeah, we can say whatever we want, fellows. This is probably so. Uh, this is probably turning off so many women who want to try stand up comedy, and they're like, you guys do that behind closed <laughs> doors. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because it's like. It's like there is like a sincere level of enjoyment, but yeah. it's also just like under two or three layers of irony. Where it's yeah, like, it's we, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, ideally, we wish that this was a more diverse environment. Right. Like, what can we do? Yeah, but it's not. So it's like have fun, making have fun, fun of them. Right. Yeah. Right. Fraternity. <laughs> like, oh, is this a fraternity like yeah. meeting? Like that always is a fun time. It's all dudes. Um, yeah. Every time a comic goes, uh, pretend there's uh, ladies in the room. <laughs> ladies. Have ladies, we ever thought about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I do prefer those rooms, though, to be honest. I love all dudes. All dude rooms, uh, I don't like yeah. when women see my comedy, to be honest. So, <laughs> Get, yeah. Gets you in your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think my comedy's made for women. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be leaving the mic listening to Drake, yeah. just <laughs> feeling bad about myself. <laughs> feeling bad, feeling real fucking good, dude. Listen to only good, happy Drake music. The sad Drake stuff? Miss me. Miss me with that. I don't do that. You know, you know, I, I get stuck in my head all the time. The the Drake line, I think it's a meme line. I'm so excited to hear. Here's so many good lines. Where the I don't even know what the song is, but it's like I do my little dancey dance. I'm a little fancy. <laughs> pants. I don't know if that's like. I know it's like some. That sounds like a Drake line. Yeah, it's some Drake song that someone twisted into yeah. like one of those old like Facebook group memes where yeah, it's just yeah, all yeah. deep fried and dancey like, dance. Yeah, Drake Drake has so many good lines. I, I mean. You always spy with me at Cheesecake. You know I love to go there. What a petty thing. So good, though. What a random... I love it. I hate Cheesecake Factory. You hate, yeah. Is that real? You really hate Cheesecake yeah, Factory? if your menu's th- like a book, you, you goofed. Like, <sighs> Yeah, yeah. If you're the read, take an hour reading it. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Went, you goofed. <laughs> went there for a friend's birthday. I was like, are you, are you crazy? Ironically, or they like literally want to go there? They literally wanted to go there. 
like wait not in new york city oh, okay yeah, yeah i was like which friend dude you have to tell me right now because andrea has been trying bring bring back andrea um she won't be on this podcast until she's <laughs> one year into comedy and then she can rebuttal <laughs> but she keeps asking me uh to go to cheesecake factory with her in queens in, what oh yeah, I don't know. It's, I th- it's that's like a, far and that's bad. It's like a bit though, <laughs> right? It's like you can do it as a bit. Like we're well, we're at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it's like it's like a. It's not. It's, it's okay. A, it's like less of a bit than going to like Margaritaville or right. like the Hard Rock Cafe. Well, it's funny. You know? My the roommates that you guys you be friends with, um, they went to Olive Garden in Times Square as a bit and had like a miserable time because they're just like we're fucking. This is like the service is bad. The food's not good. It's like crowded. We have to get home. It's like a bit only goes so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I feel punished every time I have to w- just walk through Times Square. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? We, um, That's why I walk through it all the time because I love being punished. <laughs> Masochist foot pass yeah, through New York dude. City. <laughs> just catch me. If you guys want to bump into me, catch me at Times Square, dude. I'll be there. Yeah. I live in Hell's Kitchen near yeah. no train. And then I <laughs> yeah. walk through Hudson Yards and go to Times Square every dude, day. I've actually met someone who lives in Times Square. And I'm like, why would you? No. Why do you do that? It's like it's nice. It's near all the. Tr- there's a lot of stuff there. They're like New York. There's a New Yorker living in Times Square. It's, an, it's actually a comic. Sulatha. Do you know her? Oh yeah. She lives in Times Square. Whoa. And she will defend it, which is why I'm I'm comfortable bringing it up because you guys should talk. Everyone here should talk to her. Like right now, we should dox her actually, <laughs> which we are. I guess we are sort of doing because we are literally telling people where she lives. But uh, name those cross streets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, M&M store and Krispy Kreme. That's where she is. Um, I'm pretty close to doxing Todd Berry in real yeah. life because uh, my he keeps walking by the corner where me and David Dobbins bark for our show. So oh, that's I'm funny. Like, he's got to be here somewhere. Is he? Yeah, I guess he lives. He ha- he does. He has talked about living in the East Village. He must live there somewhere because he keeps walking by. Do you listen to his podcast? Uh, I listen to a few episodes. He talks about living in the I think in the East Village, but he's okay. also very private. You can tell on his podcast. He's very like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, he's fucking cool. <laughs> he's a <Yeah>. legend. <laughs> he's a legend. Kind of a mysterious man. Um, but yeah, he uh, Sri Lotha lives in Times Square, and it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I've, I've been looking at a. I want to buy a place sometime in Ooh, the next like couple years, right? That'd be sick. I'm hoping the real estate market like fucks up. Oh, it's know? gonna. I think it's definitely gonna. Yeah, and I was looking at places. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, this is a real estate podcast now, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I ideally want to stay in this area of Brooklyn because mm-hmm. I love it. But I was like, I was like looking up. I was like, you know, I could. There are so many apartments in the Upper East Side. That yeah, I feasibly could find something there right in now. My, yeah, but in my brain, yeah. Upper East Side is still Times Square. I like, can't, yeah, I can't do it. You got to spend time there, I think, and like sort of normalize it for you, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Upper East Side is kind of boring, though. It does. Yeah, it's Every time I'm up there, I look up restaurants on my phone. I'm like, it's like nah, everything closes on. early. Yeah, it's like not nah, fun. After uh, Andrea's birthday, actually, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, another Andrea reference. In this yeah, episode, yeah, God, we love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, but yeah, so me uh, and my my friends were all leaving. We we were calling a lift outside. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We go outside the building. Some lady opened her window and yelled at us for talking in the street. Oh she my was god. Like, this is a quiet neighborhood. Go down the street. So wow. We, we walk. A NIMBY. Yeah. Yeah, we walk. We go under the awning because it's like, yeah, it should be sound, more soundproof. You know? And she goes, <laughs> not that. not far enough. Thank you. Oh my god. I would yeah. yell, I would yell at her so I, I'm not a I'm not, I'm not a confrontational guy. But dude, we are in a public space. Like we are yeah. being normal. Dude. Would, my my thought was can, I, I told everyone like could you imagine her saying that in uh Crown Heights, Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh, someone would yeah. throw their drink she into would her be window. dead. <laughs> she, someone would stab her. Yeah. She would die. Not saying Crown Heights is a dangerous place, but I'm just saying. 
That's a little tougher. This is an attitude shift. It's a, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tougher place. Or the first time I, I drove, a lift took me up, what is it, Madison Avenue? Mm. I was like, are you fucking for real? <laughs> like, this is this is a real place. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where you want to live, dude. No, you know no way. You're well, you just said it, so I don't know. I could no. I'm saying I could afford it. it sounds I, like you want to. You've been looking. You're yeah. thinking about it. Listen, Zillow. There's <laughs> not a lot of bubbles in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bubbles in the other right. You got to filter out, and that's where that's where you uh, feasibly could live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Goodbye. think honestly, I would love to live in like East Village. Would be amazing. That'd be great, right? Yeah. Like maybe yeah. a little bit further east, uh, right? Like First Ave, but right. Uh, also, it's also just a good spot for comedy. Yeah. Also, yeah. anywhere. Anywhere near the F East Broadway stop in like yeah. the outskirt Chinatown. You yeah. Know, it's like quiet. You get little parks. Right. And you got all the food. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Can I ask you a comedy question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Because I don't, I mean, I'll also answer this because I feel like that's fair, right? Cool. What are your comedy dreams? What do you want to do? Man, it gets harder as time goes yeah, on. Sure. I feel like the trying to define it is like tough for me because mm-hmm. I, I am just this year, I have fully accepted that I am not a specialist. In like mm. the things I pursue, I like pursue like a lot of things. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like just since like since I moved to New York City, you know, it's like I did like like I've done tons of stand up. Yeah, that's my my most consistent thing. Right, like, got into photography. Cool. I got into like uh, I'm recently into like biking. Gunpla is like a recent yeah. edition. Wow, like, you like a lot of things. Like yeah. doing some hobby, like miniatures painting. Like so, there's like cool all these little things that I'll like get obsessed with for like yeah. a year, uh-huh. and I'm like they're like chill and they're like parts of me. Yeah, but it's not a lot of times it's hard to be like, this is the thing. Right. And so stand up for me, I feel like is the, is like the, the tree trunk. Oh, like all of it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't love think, that metaphor. I'm not going to be the best stand up in the world. I'm not going to be the next Whoa. Bill, Bill Burr, Kevin Hart, you know, wow, not with that attitude. Max. Yeah. No, that attitude. I just 10,000 hours, baby. We'll all be the best Bill Burrs. <laughs> we'll all be Bill Burrs. So yeah. I guess like I struggle, like also believing myself, like with comedy. Sounds so, like it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And it's like you know, it's also like, you don't have to be the best. <laughs> what do you, what is the best anyway? Right? That's that's what I'm trying to come to like terms with, right? Yeah. It's just like I enjoy comedy and I mm-hmm. love it and mm-hmm. I want to be mm-hmm. a part of it. My my like ultimate goal would be if I had some one of my projects, one of my podcasts. Like, yeah, I only have this one right now, but yeah. I'd like a podcast to take off so I could sustain off of podcast, yeah. have a fan base, and then just. Yeah. Tour with podcasting. So you like pod, You shows. really like podcasting. I love podcasting. Yeah, it's the it's like one of the best things. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It's so fun. And yeah. like the editing for this is real quick. I get to yep. bang it out it's real fast. Yep. Interviewing. It's off the cuff. Yep. People who start research podcasts, uh, they always stop. Insane. They always stop doing the research podcast. It's yeah. so much work, you know. Yeah. So yeah. In like as it is, I'd like to make a living from podcasting, mm-hmm. and I would like to continue just doing stand up and just try to. Like, my stand-up goal is always be a better comedian. Oh, sure. You know, it's just kind of like this, like, background humming. It's right. like, okay. It's a good journey. Like, you keep doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, what about you? Um, I think full-time stand-up with, like, the creative freedom to do, like, fun one-off projects. Kind of like what John Mulaney does, mm. where he does, like, stand-up mainly. But he'll, he'll put up, like, a Broadway show, you know? Yeah. Uh, a sack lunch brunch or whatever bunch uh, Netflix kids mm. thing. Like, some fun creative thing. That's the ideal. Um. I love the idea of doing some sort of travel show. I think Ooh. that'd be really fun. I mean, Conan's going to fucking corner that market real soon. He's, he's too funny. Um, Where are your big travel places? Are you a big traveler? I'm not like I'm not like itching to travel, but I just love experiencing new things, I guess. Love um, Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln, Des Nebraska. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those places are sick. Um, 
Yeah, I think my one of my comedy dreams, I think it would be really cool, is to do like a traveling stand-up show where we check out local comedy scenes. Okay, yeah, yeah, be yeah. Like, we'll showcase local comedians. Just swing just, like, your really dick good. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it'd be cool. I feel like, you know, like uh, Guy Fieri, he does like diners, dive-ins, and drives, and he like showcases like local restaurants in like a very mm. like professional way and like is very much like a host, but like this is about you guys, you know? Yeah, that'd be I sick. would love to do something like that. That'd um, be awesome. So okay. I'm like very curious about imagine, small scenes. Imagine local scenes devouring themselves over <laughs> yeah, who gets yeah. to be on the TV show. Oh, it'd be bad. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, Blood like, bad. I mean, how like, to how to destroy everything besides New York, LA, and Chicago? Yeah, <laughs> Just one bus tour through. <laughs> yeah, every college town. That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it'd be like I think. Uh, people like comedy brings together so many people i think it should be a uh, cool thing anyway yeah, yeah that's sort of my dream um nice. that's be, a good one you'd be happy to like write for a tv show i guess it's not like my dream but like a lot of stand-ups write for mm. tv shows and just live off that and can just do stand-up because apparently there's no money in stand-up i haven't learned that lesson yet but uh because <laughs> i get paid a lot for what i do um okay. do you get paid you know, for comedy no. yeah no it's like no. you get you make nothing you, um like you what happens is every week we do our show and then sometimes <laughs> people like us enough to donate, donate and yeah. i'm like guess what we're all getting four bucks for yeah and sometimes we lose money yeah. most of the time we lose money um but i think i looked up the stats and like this full-time stand-up comedian i'm, I'm assuming like a road gig kind of mm. road dog kind of person 30,000 a year yeah. you know which is like that's like nothing you but know? one so. thing I heard from a I forgot who it said it but they're like you <clears throat> you can look at your comedy goals and say I want to be that person yeah but you should also reflect upon the lifestyle that you live right, and right, will right. Live. so like I don't think the road dog thing is for me because mm, I hate mm, hotels I hate oh, just like interesting not a traveler I mean I I like traveling but yeah. I don't know I, the, the hang up with it is I feel like when we travel the way we do, especially as Americans with our limited resources and yeah, time off, yeah. is that you go somewhere for a week, you are not part of the culture, no. you don't get a genuine vibe. Yeah, you no. do some, you, like, you might do some fun thing, like go to a beach, mm -hmm, go mountain bike, you might do some, like, fun physical activity, right? But you are not in any way in connecting it. with the real experience. Yeah, you need time, right? And yeah. that's that's kind of what if like my travel suggestion would be like move to a place for two yeah. years. So you, you know? want to go like you want to go big when you travel. You want right. to really be there. Right. I've I used to think that way. Um, like when I backpacked through Europe after college, I was like, I'm gonna like try to be like a local. And I think at a certain point, you just like it's okay to be a tourist sometimes. Mm. It's like that's sort of part of the culture in a way too. In a way, right? Like yeah. even being a tourist in your city, it's like that's sort of part of like the GDP, like the amount of money we get from tourism. Mm -hmm. It's like it is ingrained in us in a way. Yeah. So, but also that's it fair. is like very fake for sure. But, it's like superficial. But it's also like when you're a touring a touring comedian yeah, for the most part, it's yeah, like yeah, true. my I've travel I travel for work every so often, mm -hmm. and they are not sending you fun places. True. Same thing yeah. with like road dog comics. It's like. You think that these comedy clubs are going to be in like the heart of downtown yeah, where it's happening, like, nah, music on the streets. Bro. No, it's random bar, middle of nowhere. Yeah. 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 I think it would be cool, though. That's probably, again, part of it. Part of the experience. I want to yeah. do the show. Um, I will be a road dog, but only if you send me to <laughs> capital cities yeah. uh, for two years at a time. Would you do, would you do a cruise ship? Dude, I literally, the, like, Tony Sykowski was on this uh, a yeah. podcast a couple episodes ago. He did cruise ship comedy. He did, like, improv. improv. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Which we talked about on my podcast as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Very similar episodes, maybe. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, Listen to both and let us know, guys. Yeah, right. Can we get the... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the doxing of Tony Sykowski. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think I would do a cruise ship. I think yeah. I would do it as a means to push, like... Already, my show Two Virgins is already a weekly, yeah, like 
throw like throwing my bits out the window. Maybe I do some new shit, and mm. then I'm just trying to crowd work. Like, yeah. But cruise ship, I feel like, would be ultimate. Like, put your feet in the fire. Yeah. Like, keep it interesting. Like, keep it. Yeah. It. Keep it. Like, uh, I think that's like the sort of <sighs> club esque sort of like the pinnacle club comedy is like yeah. a cruise ship. If that makes sense, Does yeah. that makes sense. It's like you kind of like seeing tourists that mm. will only get certain not get but like will respond better certain jokes you know what i mean yeah and you can get your chops that way but yeah i think it'd be a fun experience i'd be interesting i don't know about fun it'd be interesting mm-hmm. for like a month to live on a cruise ship and like do comedy like something something poetic about it in a weird way you yeah. know i would be i'd be really i feel like i'd be listening to a lot of drake <laughs> <laughs> i'd be my feelings. sad drake or happy drake sad, oh it'd be sad, sad drake. Drake, yeah dude. okay but i will say like I, also Aww. the principle like how much uh cruise ships pollute i don't think i could do it oh yeah it's bad also like the food is all like contaminated it's like everyone gets sick all the time like, yeah. it's like not a f- it's not like logistically a good thing i've also i'm also like <laughs> vegan and oh. like that'd be a pain in the ass i didn't know that yeah i don't know you're vegan That's i crazy. am nine years vegan very colorado of you Oh, it is today. Today is my my nine-year vegan-aversary. I was supposed to get vegan food, and then I spaced it. Oh, no. No fault of yours, I promise. But I was yeah. like, yeah, so this, so basically what happened, okay, yeah. I had, I was trying to get Two Tree, two tree Hill on this podcast, Musical Deep. Oh, okay. They agreed. Okay. Then one of them had like a, they had to bail like yeah. day of. Okay. And then I hit someone else up for okay. the next day, and they're okay. like, I'm in. And yeah. then like two hours before we were supposed to record, they were like, I was exposed to COVID last oh, night. And oh, I was God. Like, no! So I'm not going to listen to them at all, like ever, because yeah. I'm mad at them now. So there was like a series of like podcast yeah. guests falling through at the last minute. Yeah. And I was like, that's when you were like, I can do seven or eight o'clock. I'm like, like whatever, right, I'll do it. <laughs> this show is literally coming out in seven hours. I'll have this fully edited oh, for real? on YouTube. Yeah, Damn, yeah. dude. It's funny, I'm, I'm literally uploading my episode for this week. <laughs> I, before I left, I literally was like, Upload to YouTube. Upload to the the hosting, <laughs> and now I'm heading out. Yeah, it's so funny. My strategy <laughs> is I always do the video export mm. right before I go to the gym or do something long. Yeah, so I'll yeah, immediately put it together, get the video export, and I'm like, okay, it's gonna be two hours. So I yeah. gotta go do something. I do it before I go to bed. Whoa, I just go nice. export, and then I'm like, I want to wake up to be done. Then you sleep to the sound of your computer, like, Wee! see, I just got a new computer, no fan. What? Nice. Yeah, the MacBook Air, the M1. It's a really good, really good editing computer. We're getting the behind the scenes. Is this interesting to you guys? I don't know, but uh, it's a good computer for editing for sure. But there's no fan. There's no fan. How do they cool it? Um, there's just a getting... bunch of a bunch of lines on the back. No, so the <laughs> chassis is is made to dis- disperse heat. So the the case itself disperses heat. It's really disperses heat. Uh, you don't. You're you're skeptical. I am like I'm imagining watching a movie in bed on my thighs and just yeah. my legs being like. Well, do you know anything about the M1 chip? It's like apparently so efficient that it doesn't get hot. It doesn't like make it very hot. Cool. It's like a, yeah, it's like a patented Apple chip, and it like they've done benchmarks. It's a really good chip, which is why I bought it. So, Sick. I've done my research. Is that like a new this year type thing? Uh, it's been out. It was, I got it last year. I think it's been mm. out for a little bit, but it's like it's also like the value is so. I'm so I love my computer. It's so good. Yeah. Do you do the anything? So do you do anything? Are you a PC gamer? In no. Addition? No. No. What, I'm not. You're just editing. Yeah, mainly editing, video editing on it. That's why I bought it because I mean, my old computer was like, I tried to edit like a 30 second video and it took like hours because like yeah. it kept lagging. And I was like, it's time for a new computer, if, especially if I want to do more video content. Yeah. So I'm like, it's time. So I got my, it. Uh, it's worth it. 100%. Good. It's absolutely worth it. You should get it if you are looking, if you're in the market for a new computer. I'm a Windows guy. I can't do Mac. That's fine. At all. Yeah. But my, uh, my, 
so I, I have a this is going to be a few uh, an episode in a couple weeks but uh-huh. uh uh-huh. my buddy connor kafia chain him and i we have opened a podcast studio what? in his basement yeah what? so this is, this is like this is just me studio but yeah, like, yeah. we have like a full thing backdrop camera what? mics all of it and when we had a podcast so together cool. years ago he yeah. was like He's like, man, just the editing, the exporting time in this video is so long. It takes so long to render. And he's like, I was like, how old is your laptop? He's like, I had this since like 2013. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> and it's like literally a 45-minute video was taking him like nine hours to yeah, export. I was yeah, like, you can't do this. Upgrade, you, yeah. you have to upgrade. Yeah, that's the thing. Like a 30-second video took like an hour on my old computer. An hour video on my new computer, like 20 minutes. It's like yeah, quick. Yeah. That's great. I'm yeah, like, that's a good, it's a good computer. Let's see, 90 minutes on this. I don't have to pre-render, but yeah. it'll export in like two hours. Which nice. Is not too bad. That's pretty good. See, we're talking, we're talking BT. Anyone here want to start a podcast? This is, this is good information for you. But everyone yeah. else, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> I'd say the, have you ever, did you ever watch us how to start a podcast videos when you want to start one? Uh, a little bit, not too much. Terrible. They're bad. <clears throat> it's it's hard because I think, well, at least for me, one of the barriers to entry of podcasting yeah. was everyone's setup is different. Everyone's yeah. setup is unique. There's yeah. no formula. So truly, it boils down to like record on a microphone somehow yeah. and edit somehow. Yeah. And that's yeah. like a terrible way to start. I watched <laughs> like uh, how to edit sound in like audition, mm. like a basic tutorial, but I'd never like watch a how to. Nice. Yeah. I think all of them are probably like. Do you do audition then? Yeah, I'm an, I'm an Adobe Hell guy. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's good. It's the best, in my opinion. I use uh, also Isotope RX. What is that? It has a it's a plugin set that you can import into all audio programs, but I use it in Audition. Oh, but you pay like a it's not a a renewing license. You pay flat rate for mm-hmm. the plugins, but they have um D click, D breath, D mouth noise. Whoa! And they <clears throat> so the D click usually gets the mouth noises out. So I used yeah. to manually scrub out of an old podcast Whoa. the mouth noises, so you wouldn't hear that like slurping. <laughs> yeah. This thing covers all of it. Just takes it right out. So I just keep all that in. I just like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't <Dude>. care. <laughs> oh, there are some podcasts. It's bad. I, I won't name them, but yeah. it, it literally makes Teach me good. <laughs> I literally, it makes me want to punch a wall. When yeah. I like listen to it, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like fucking stop. Yeah. I eating during their podcast. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is wild to eat on a podcast. Yeah. Um, I should look at, that's, a, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Um, I usually do like a quick like noise. Again, if you are starting a podcast, this is good info, but if you're not, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if Max, I'm sorry, but I am very sorry. Um, yeah, I usually just do like a noise canceling or noise reduction and like if there's echo, try to edit that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like if you have a good mic, like it's pretty good. It's so much. Yeah. Literally, like, so like for this one, the video, I just take the audio straight out of the GoPro. Oh, shit. being fed into it. Whoa, what? It's like the line out, line in. Nice. This audio is clean enough yeah, I can just put it on YouTube. I just do like wow. the, the cool. auto match for loudness, but you really figured it out, man. But, we're we're like really tech and geeking out right now. Real geeking out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what is your setup? I'm like, <laughs> I am curious about your setup. I mean, we'll we'll talk after, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's fun. That's sort of the issue with podcasting too. You can get real into the tech. There's a real lot deep. to get. Yeah, a lot to get. It's funny because I see like uh, <laughs> I see people on TikTok posting their podcast clips, right? Yeah. And they're you can tell they're like new podcasters. Yeah. But they have just like the most expensive, expensive like gear. mic arms yes, and mics dude. and all this cameras and everything. And yeah. you're like, listen, I know that your show doesn't have a premise. You guys, <laughs> I give you guys twelve weeks before right. you're done. <laughs> yeah, podcasts come and go. I do like. I don't know. I like pod. Do you like, do you listen to podcasts? Or are you a podcast fan? Yeah. Okay. I, good. I have not listened. I've I haven't been keeping up lately. Yeah. But um, 
I think big podcast fan. Yeah. I think it's helpful to be like an actual podcast fan because I feel yeah. like a lot of podcasters aren't like actual podcast fans, and they just like right. don't know what a podcast is really. Mm-hmm. And they like their material, their content, I guess, is is a little uh, rough sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it's I. One thing I tell people when they start out is like you always. Even if consume you, the media, <laughs> always consume the media. No, I'm serious. Like you got to consume. ABC, yeah, no way always be consuming. Uh, Actually, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm not. But yeah, it makes sense. Like listen to these things. I tell people when they start. I'm like, even if you, your vision for your podcast is you and your two or three friends coming to shoot the shit. Yeah. What you need is a backbone to yeah. riff off of. Totally. You, even if the premise is just the dumbest like follow through <laughs> thing ever. Like even if your whole premise is. We just read uh, relationship advice off of Reddit and yeah. comment on what and we would do that. Yeah, and yeah. then just go, yeah. fine. But Some little thing to keep it all together. Exactly. Not everyone can be Cumbtown. Uh, that's the thing. Do you know Cumbtown? <laughs> I haven't listened, but I know of Cumbtown. No, Cumbtown, yeah. They don't have a single premise, and that's sort of yeah. the appeal. But on- only one Cumbtown exists, is what I'm trying to say. You can't. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can be Cumbtown. You can try to be Cumbtown. It's not going to work. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really tough, and like you really, I don't know. I'm... I don't have a even a moderately successful podcast, but it <laughs> what is. What do you mean? How do you define success, Maxim? I, I want to have a, a custom URL on YouTube. I'm not okay. there. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube that's channel. A, that's so I a can get good there. point. Okay, I never. That's a good. That's a good goal. Yeah. All right. But but basically, I'm like, okay, at this point, like it's it's like growing mm-hmm. like very slowly. Like when I look at the all time listeners, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the uh, the area under the curve is yeah. always increasing. It's good, but it's it's slow. You know. Yeah. So. I mean that's. Also, like that's what it's any comedies. media is. like con- yeah. creating content is a slow process. It's yeah, and yeah. I feel like also one thing that's hard is when you look at like TikTok or YouTube, mm-hmm. you see people who are so established, yeah, like or people who just randomly blow up, yeah, based on like a weird little thing they do, and you're yeah. like, Damn, God, yeah, that, but, yeah, that's life though. Yeah, don't think about that, dude. Yeah. Focus on this. You're doing I, great. I literally started, I believe in you. I started comedy telling myself, it's probably going to be like seven years before anything good happens <laughs> to me. You're like, wait, 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. I told myself to, uh, I would at least, I'd give myself uh, five years of, of doing comedy without feeling bad about it. Mm. Because I went to college for five years, got a job, and I was like, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's weird. Like, I feel, I used to feel that way when I first started with like being like, all right, what is the timeline, you mm-hmm. know? But nowadays, I'm like, there's no real time. I feel like you probably feel, realize there's no timeline, right? I feel like what is a better gauge is like checking in with yourself, being like, what have I gotten out of this? Mm-hmm. A lot of good things, and keep going. A lot yeah. of bad things, then stop, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know yeah. where you're at, but how do you it feel? It makes sense. I, I just feel like, good? You feeling good yeah, about it? I feel great. Okay, I mean, good. I was like real worried. Like, we have to unpack a lot right no. now. <laughs> I, there's definitely like, I, you know. It's Which like, I was down to do. It's waves, you know. Sometimes oh, absolutely. you feel yeah. bad. Sometimes you feel great. But Oh, yeah. When you try at something, it's like, it's going to feel bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I always look at it. I look around. I'm like, I when I moved to the city, yeah. not for a second was I worried about making friends. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, it's so hard to make friends as an adult. How do you do it? Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to go here. I'm doing comedy. Do stand, yeah. I'm going to meet so many people. We spend hours in the same room with these yeah. same people. It's and now amazing. it's like I have all these amazing, talented friends who do so many cool things. Dude. And it's like, it's the best. It like makes me tear up thinking like how like pumped I am about like the people that I like and I found through comedy. Like yeah. there's some really cool people. Like mm-hmm. every, everyone's oh it's so cool. It's yeah. like insane. Everyone's got their projects and yeah. talents and weird little shit going on. And it feels like college because you can just hang out with anyone yeah. in 20 minutes. You hit them up. Like. Yeah. yeah. And also like 
I think what really helps, especially in the field of comedy, is that like people are so expressive, so they're yeah. down to talk about basically anything. You yeah, know? So it's like it's like nice. It's like so we're we are lucky that we can be in this world, I guess. Yeah, so being expressive. I'm tapping the table. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> I didn't think I'd do it, but here I am. I've never recorded me doing the pre-podcast spiel to anyone. I think I should release it as like a bonus episode. Yeah. Well, have we been recording this whole time? Oh, yeah. This this hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Great. Great. I love it. We're having wouldn't fun. It be, wouldn't it be crazy if I was like, all right, and now we can start. Go, okay. Uh, yeah. So I started comedy in like 2016 or so. The Magnet I gotta Theater. Go yeah. <laughs> have you done improv? Have you done sketch or anything? I did. used to be one-on-one. Okay. That was it. Not your thing? Not my thing. Yeah, I, I'm bad at character. Um, you don't have to be good at characters to do improv in my opinion my opinion but I don't know I'm just me I'm just me in every single I'm shape I'm just doing me yeah. dude yeah sketch not so much I think I could be a I do want to try to do some TV writing or something mm. I I really want to fill out a packet and yeah. take a writing class. Like I want to yeah. know what that's like because I think I could bring a lot to that. But. I I I at first thought I wanted to do TV writing. Mm. I did a bunch of packets and like wrote a pilot and stuff or whatever and I'm like this isn't for me. Mm. It's not like I don't feel the same feeling I get when I like write stand up. You gotcha. know? Yeah. I, so the, it's not for everybody, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, it's okay. The best feeling I get is from podcasting. Yeah, for sure. There's something hanging out. so rewarding about hanging out. And also, <laughs> there's like this part of my brain that's like, when I release an episode every week, it's like, ooh, the yeah. consistency. <laughs> well, also, I feel like you're you're like a hands on tech guy. Like, there's so much stuff to like plug in and like hit buttons and stuff and like you seem like a guy who likes that which i think is podcasting is a good fit for it's that. very enjoyable yeah oh it's so satisfying when i'm setting up for the mic we have mm-hmm. a mixer just plugging in all this fucking the xlrs dude <laughs> the quarter the quarter oh so fun they're very satisfying plugs oh the yeah it's like they're so he- like hefty yeah like, whoosh, like it's great i would like quarter inch jacks and like yeah. the garbage no, no, no. garbage you gotta yeah. get the xlr <laughs> xlr is great um it's funny that we're, we're, we are really geeking out yeah. over audio equipment here <laughs> it's funny because i like hate audio equipment because it's like it's so finicky sometimes and also like we have a lot of issues of like how do we get up the mouth sounds right it's like it's like in post it's the worst yeah but pre setting it up a lot of fun a lot of fun <laughs> here's what you do in post okay yeah. You, uh, you use the noise gate. You don't yeah, use the yeah, noise yeah. removal. Yeah. That's oh, you use noise gate. Interesting. I do. I do a capture capture sound and then do. You don't do that. We'll talk later. I'll talk about that. I do the cap for the noise reduction. I do capture like the background static and then that's like the noise to remove. But that's like. But you do noise gate yeah. for like the frequencies. The I whole guess? thing. Oh, interesting. No, noise gate. So it's like anything. For me, it's like I found that anything quieter than like fifty six dBs. Yeah. Gone. Interesting. Interesting. It, it used to vary per guest, but now I just have an effects rack that's yeah. perfect for every episode. Yeah, I need to set that up. I don't have any. I like just do it manually. It's bad. Oh yeah, I gotta get into it. Yeah, to do the effects rack because I literally I to, yeah. put this in audition, theme song, outro, and yeah. then hit go, and done. it's done. Yeah, ah, that's so smart. <laughs> See, yeah, I just like I just like I am too lazy <laughs> to do to set that up. <laughs> it's bad. I feel like I need to like set up templates and stuff and like mm. get it going. But my problem is that once I learned how to do that, I have not learned a single, single thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, so I'm like, oh, I could do this for the next 20 years and yeah. not learn a single new audition trick because I don't need That's to. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, it's, I didn't know that you wanted to be a podcaster. Does that make sense? I, I think I wanted to do this podcast before I started stand-up comedy. Wow. And back then, it was going to be called uh, All My Friends. And because back in Denver, I know tons of non-comedian creatives, yeah. you know, because I just grew up there. So I knew right. all these like 
like punks, people in bands, yeah. artists, all this shit. Sure. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that. These I, are my friends. And I didn't really like have a way to do it. And then I started doing comedy. <sighs> yeah. And it, well, podcast pushed me over the edge. Entry level with Brooks Whelan. I love it. That's, oh yeah, that's a great one. I know that and one. Yeah. That one kind of got me into like, oh, I should like actually take the step to do this now. Yeah. And then like years down the line, then I meet my buddy Connor, and I was like, I really want to do a podcast. Wow. I have no idea. He's like. I want to do a podcast too, and I know how. Yeah. And so yeah. then we kind of came together, and then I kind of learned all this. So. Have you listened to uh, Brooks Whelan talking to Connor? O- I think he talked to Connor O'Malley. No, I don't remember. Ever, I've listened to like oh, every episode of that show. I don't remember most guests. Maybe, maybe it was like Joe Parra. It was like some weird one of those like sort of alty comics, I guess. But it is like one of. I'll find it. I was, it was okay. like one of those fascinating. Your background so. I think it, I think it was Connor O'Malley, but it was like fascinating to hear. Um, there's there's some fun ones. I yeah. like. He, oh, that makes sense. He's hilarious. Also, I love him. I yeah. hope I can uh, meet him great. someday because it's just like he's so cool. He's just like raw and like yeah. a regular dude he's for sure. Yeah, and it's like yeah, this is who I look up to in comedy. Yeah, I don't need, this like, I don't yeah. need this like buttoned up shit. I need some guy who's just like open that he's like I want to go camping and I want to drink and yeah, then riff yeah, yeah. about it next week. <laughs> so you you like don't want to be on like SNL? It's like not on your. I wouldn't say no. Yeah, of course. But who would I, say no? I roast insane. them all the time. Okay, I'm a Mad TV guy. Oh, of course. I, I grew up on Mad TV. So Bobby Lee. Yeah, yeah. When I found when I found out about SNL, I was already so in my fucking death grips, Chuck Mad, Cheese Mad brain. Yeah. Mad, TV. <laughs> Mad TV. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is interesting, terrible. So, do you think like I think you should leave is really good? Oh yeah. yeah okay. I like big. I love Key and Peele. Oh, okay. As well, I mean they're the best. A little more chaotic than SNL, I'd say. Yeah. Those those people. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Interesting. Like uh, I don't know uh, what um. Fuck the Eric Andre show. Oh, love Eric Andre show. Great. A little bit on the too chaotic for me. Like so, sometimes in the cusp. God, I love it. Uh, the Tim and Eric, love them. Yeah, love them. Pretty chaotic. But yeah, too much. I'm like in, kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I like try to figure out like what's my comedic taste. Mm-hmm. I kind of do like a lot. Like most of a lot. Yeah, it's not like one thing I like more. Yeah. Than the, you know what I'm saying? There's some SNL stuff I like. You know. Your your comedy comes off as someone who has a broad selection of taste. <laughs> interesting i've never heard that before because i mean it's very interesting like you're you're very much like a a comedy host like you're very mm-hmm. likable and broad so it seems I like have a hosting energy for sure you have like you have like certain jokes that are specific and certain jokes that are like broad and i can tell it's like yeah i it's funny to say that because like when i write i used to like i used to do i used to do one-liners when i'm like i want to be a one-liner comedian but now I'm like sort of like I just want to write whatever like is funny and uh, my, my, one of my huge influences, Tig Notaro, mm. she talks about this how she's like she's just like, also well, one of my favorites. Yeah, also <laughs> just like isn't like I guess she's sort of alty, but it's also like she's also kind of a traditional stand up comedian in a way right. too, right? right? So she's like she does whatever is fun for her. That's sort of like I don't know the motto, and I guess that's great going on your your line of thinking. Yeah, I do like most comedy. Like there's mm. like not I don't like, like even prop comedy. I think it's fun too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. That's great. I try to like like everything. I guess that sort of bleeds into mm-hmm. what I make. I don't know. Maybe I'm very much like this is something that came from me being a metalhead. Yeah, and like like young. Yeah, is I'm not like there's nothing down the rabbit hole of any art form that I'm too like weird about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. that that was like my comedy taste is like yeah, yeah, it can go fucking crazy and be nuts. It's fine. And I'm like yeah, this is someone else's art. It yeah. is funny. It's supposed to be funny. You is know? there any comedy you don't like? Like do you like Monty Python? No, I love Monty Python. Okay, good. Love them. Interesting. They're great. It like some some of the things don't age well, oh, sure. but so anything. Yeah. Just watch Monty Python Flying Circus on YouTube and yeah. it's just like all those sketches just they have something that's so that's such like the essence of funny in such yeah. simple ways. Yeah. It's like it's brilliant. Hell I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> great. I'm trying to think love of people it. who I don't like. 
I don't like. Yeah, I'm sure I can think of. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of bad Netflix specials. Oh, sure. Which is just. So a lot of bad SNL. <laughs> a lot of bad SNL. Yeah. I think most times people have shown me an SNL bit. I've been like, like no. Nah. Yeah. Uh, but the one that Vanessa Jackson wrote, incredible. Uh, <laughs> so good. Which one? Which one was that? It was. Um, she did this. So, so Vanessa Jackson was former guest in this podcast. She'll be oh, back. cool. Um, but she wrote her first sketch at She'll SNL, and like uh, she already agreed to it. She'll come back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it was the you know how they have the Amazon like stores, so there's no uh-huh. cashier. So you yeah. walk in, take what you need. It's like RFID. Walk out. You yeah. walk out. Yeah. And the whole premise is like a commercial advertising the store, and the all the white people are like, oh, this is great, this is so yeah. great. And then it goes to a black guy. He's like, you want me to do what? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so Steal? Like, okay. Yeah, so it's like black people at the at like the walkout part, and they're just like leaving money. And yeah. Like, uh, this is weird. Uh, yeah. I'm not used to that. That's funny. But that sketch. She put put on her Instagram. It's like I'm so proud of her because that's it, so funny. It kills. It's so good. Vanessa Vanessa Jackson's so cool because I remember I never met her like person. I think I've said like hi to her, but like, I remember doing like a lantern mic, which is fam- famously rough Awful. mic, rough mic. <laughs> oh, we can say that. Okay, yeah, they're bad. Um, <laughs> sorry if you're a lantern gatekeeper. Um, <laughs> but uh, run better mic. I don't know. Anyway, uh. I remember just being at this mic with her and we're all like just miserable and like she went up like, ah, oh, pretty funny. And I was like, I guess I'll see her around. You know, that's sort of like, you don't expect anything out of any of these people. A week later, she's on that. I'm like, she's on that. I just saw her at a fucking, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, good for her. That's sick. It's just like, that can just happen. Yeah. Any, that's just crazy to me. Dude, she would yeah. come to our, like, our backyard mic all the time. It's, isn't that and, crazy? Like, she's, she's like, like on like, SNL now. Like, so she's like nice, doing so SNL. Cool. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I tell, I think I said this on uh, Igor Martinez's episode of this, but if comedy feels like the claw machine from Toy Story, yeah. Like, yeah, we're all just like dude. milling about, and then just someone like, oh, gets okay. something, it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Warship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same with a Z Way show. Like, I have friends who just randomly are like, oh, I'm on Z I'm like, what? I literally we just did a mic together. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> just so wild. I gotta figure out how to do that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think was in the New York Times, so no big deal. Look, uh, I, yeah, I mean that's a credit. <laughs> I do think it's just uh uh being good and being ready when the luck like swings around your way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. That's right place, true. right time, and then being ready for it. Yeah. It's just uh this I know Bob this is a quote I learned from Bobby Lee, but it's a okay. John Rivers quote. Okay. He says he really likes. Yeah. This is like years Doing the ago. Michael Scott thing of like, yeah. 100% Wayne Gretzky, Mike Scott, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maxim Allen. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I guess there's a Joan Rivers quote that's um like, like making it in entertainment is just getting struck by lightning. Yeah. But you won't get struck by lightning if you're not standing in the rain. Totally. Yeah, so, it's a numbers game. I think yeah. it's like the more you put out, the better chances you are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's, yeah, uh, that's, that's why there's a lot of bad comedians out there. Yeah, because uh, you just got you you basically the numbers game is you just have to survive longer than the bad ones. Yeah. and be good. I yeah. was I was listening to uh, Asian Not Asian podcast. Big shout uh, out, big shout out, Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He's been on my podcast too. Did you talk about fashion? Briefly, actually yeah. a little bit. He talked about mainly fashion for nice. For so okay, good. I'm glad we're having separate conversations. We we talked about kind of the Asian not Asian and got uh, it. comedy origin story, and then cool. like a little bit of fashion on the ends. Great, yeah. He's yeah, he's great. Um, one of my favorite people. He had a great quote. Um, in one of his podcasts, I can't remember what episode, but I, it might not even be his quote. But he was saying how like be undeniable is what mm. like a thing that a lot of people say but it's like not the idea of like be like so perfect that you're undeniable but it's literally like you're there for so long that's like all right come on you're <laughs> you can you can come to the party you know like just you've been yeah. waiting in line just come through that's sort of like 
patience in a way yeah totally yeah. i feel like also it's like one thing that is cool too yeah is like comedy is like this like like high tide raises all ships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the more friends you make and you genuinely like yeah. all those friends will do something cool at some point and yeah. then you will know all so, these amazing hey. people and just kind of like who knows right yeah um but also like it's it's again comedy is like it's so easy to make cool friends it's like i'm i'm glad that it's like so that's sort of the vibe and not like i feel like acting is very like cutthroat where people are like oh you're gonna get this part like we're all auditioning it's like this weird like caddy sort of thing you know um but i feel like comedy's room like we're here chilling you know the the issue with acting is the they don't have a sense of community no because yeah. in order to perform your craft yeah you have to ask someone else and they have to say yeah, yes or no yeah it's an audition have, yeah if we had to audition if we had to audition every time we wanted to perform stand-up right we'd be miserable we'd hate each other oh yeah it's also like i think the way that acting is set up is like you get a gig and you will spend time with those actors but mm-hmm. then it's back to square one for all right. of us you know and just like what happened yeah it's so, crazy it's like i don't know but yeah comedy is just it's the best it's the best yeah best thing ever you know what's better than comedy what? podcasting podcast i guess it's sort of in the yeah. same universe <laughs> i guess i call it the comedy universe yeah as everyone starts a yeah. stand-up or improv and then you would not believe how many other things you can do in the comedy universe you ever listen to like serious podcasts yeah like, yeah they, they get sometimes a little cheeky they usually get cheeky on it Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's i feel like every podcast is a little funny you know yeah it's yeah they're yeah even like npr dude. yeah it's like it's uh, on the whole, daily yeah it's sure. hilarious that you guys put background music on <laughs> <this>. <laughs> it's hilarious how much editing you guys needed to oh do yeah you didn't need to do any oh uh, for sure <laughs> and it's also like i think they are aware of it too like yeah. they wear suits to go to work but they're on the radio you know what i'm saying like i remember Writing the car with my dad, and and we listen to NPR every morning, and well, that was like one of the episodes they like talked about. Yeah, we uh, someone asked them like, "Do you guys wear suits like to work?" And we're like, "Yeah." It's like, but you're on the radio. And I remember vividly <laughs> being like, "This is gonna be in my mind forever." Like this weird <laughs> behind the curtains. Like, why did they do that? It's such a strange. But they have like a you know, a sense of humor about. It, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Point is, podcast is comedy. So I mean, most of the comedy the podcasts listen to are comedy. The yeah. most serious one is Behind the Bastards. Okay. But- the host Robert Evans, uh, amazing. Yeah, very serious topically, mm-hmm, but a very mm-hmm. goofy podcast overall. Sure, you know, sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the most serious podcast. I mean, Radio Labs, but that's also like cheeky. It's a cheeky podcast. I don't know. They're all like, yeah, I don't know. They're all very like, I don't know. You can't, you can't have two people in a room with microphones right? and not be silly. Like it's just, yeah, it comes. <laughs> Even so people natural. who are not like comedians, that's just how people talk in like a very like you know casual kind of silly way. Yeah, it's interesting though. Uh, what you mentioned way earlier. Okay, about, we're circling back about uh, booking guests. Okay, and getting people on like your mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that comedians, if you invite a comedian to do a podcast, mm-hmm. if they are able to, they will absolutely one hundred percent do it. Oh yeah, musicians a little bit less often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like any other type of creative or artist. They think that this little, is a joke. Yeah. They think that it's like a little flaky, yeah. Yeah, they're like I have had so many people being like, "Oh, you'd be great on the podcast." They're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. love to do it." I hit them up a week in advance like, "Yeah." And then I'm like, "Day before, I'm like, "What do you think?" And they're like, "No." Oh. <laughs> or they just like I'm sorry, me. but no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I've had people reach out to be on the podcast and then oh my flake God. on the podcast and I'm like, "That's so annoying." Yeah, I'm like, the thing is Damn. that when you when people hear podcasts, like, "I've got a podcast." Yeah. They think you're just fucking around in your garage and you're just making some shitty podcasts. Which, to be fair, a lot of people are. Which a lot know? of people are. Yeah. But for us comedians, it's like, no, no, no. This is this yeah. is the the game we play. Yeah, it's know? also fun. Like I feel, yeah. Again, comedians like talking and yeah. expressing their thoughts. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I get it. 
You just get deep into it. And it's a yeah. good way to connect with people. I also like doing I've had comedians say no though. I've had comedians be like, I'm not a podcast guy. I'm not gonna podcast. Which like that's fair. Whoa. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm trying to remember who. I've... So you guys oh, you know Mike Kramer? Huh. He's an older dude. <laughs> okay. Um, and he sh- he like gets really angry on stage. Mm. I mean, he's like known to like just like sh- that's his whole bit. It's like funny. It's like hilarious to watch him because he's like <laughs> so crazy. But I want it because he's a professional clown. And he oh. like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is starting to I know clowns. Yeah, okay, you know clowns? Yeah, you know, you know what a clown is. Um he is like the sweetest guy off stage. Mm-hmm. And he like volunteers his time like in hospitals clowning for kids. Whoa. It's like this fascinating dude. I'm like, dude, please be on my podcast. He's like, sorry, I don't do podcasts. And I'm like, Damn. Interesting. I've yeah. hit up people for this podcast and they're like, I really don't feel t- comfortable talking about my job yeah. on a comedy podcast. I'm like, yeah. The title is a joke. It's literally not about your job. Not your job at all. Yeah, at all. It, like right. <laughs> we will not mention your line of work for one second. <laughs> yeah, I've had one. I've had one person say that to me, where I'm like, "Oh, it's such a fascinating topic." They were uh, they were uh, a male sex worker. Whoa, like, which is like fair. It's like a little touchy subject. Well, they're putting it all out there. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's like I think it's good. Conversations like that are good to have, but I also understand, like, for in terms of like normalizing sex work, right? But it's also I get why mm. it's like. What it's, I, it's like a it's a taboo thing still you know i've also thought about doing so like i mentioned earlier a podcast that's like true true crime oh yeah, 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 yeah things i was also thinking it'd be fun to do that but you record separate tracks and you just like do a pitch change on the other one you do mm. like a like a crime show disguise like 60 seconds <laughs> so yeah in uh ninth grade i stole some <laughs> have like, you have you are you a true crime podcast fan do you like true crime uh, I dabbled. There's a great podcast okay. called, and that's why we drink. That's like true crime and paranormal. And oh, that's fun. Like one, they have two hosts. I like that. One does true crime. One does paranormal. paranormal? Oh, I love that. It's a good blend. They're very, they're delightful people. I used to listen to them all the time. But. If you like comedy podcasts, I, for anyone listening, I really, and also true crime, I really recommend the onions true crime podcast. It's like the syndicated, um, show. And it's so funny. It is like the funniest. It's satire. It's satire. But it's like, it's satire of true crime. It's set in Nebraska, too. The story says it's set in Nebraska. Um, But it's like, it's so funny. What's that called? Oh, man. it's. I think it's called like, not another murder or something like that. Some if you look up the Onion True Crime podcast, it'll like it'll pop up. But it's like I didn't it's know like about that. you should 100 percent get it. I it's will love so it. So funny. I laugh. It's one of the I laugh so hard. Uh, laugh harder than any other podcast. That's not, not this one though. Not, not this, this one. one yeah, yeah. This one, this one laugh way harder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was for a sure. the Onion did a show like back when I was in high school. They had one I know series. You're talking about. Yeah, Sex House. No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I do. It's like a, it's like a parody of the real world. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so funny. I loved that because all it, of their web content is so funny. They, that one was like it was so good. I love that one so much because it's just like it's like a dating real world show. Yeah, and they have like all these straight people, and they have one gay dude. Yes, yes. And he's like, I just can't wait to find out who the other yes, gay dude is. <laughs> so funny. And then the house like traps him, and it's like a whole the whole thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> that show that's really funny. They also used to have a newscast. Do you remember this? Mm. This was like. I think when we were in, how old are you? Twenty. I'm gonna be twenty eight this year. Oh, cool. We're about the same. I'm twenty eight. Um, okay. Turning twenty nine next week. Anyway, um, they had this show when we were in like middle school, like a new show, like a local new show. It was like a complete satire, mm. and they had they had like guests like um, Boy Scouts get an award for free breast exams, and they had them <laughs> on, and they're like, "Oh, you want to talk about your like your whole like work with like breasts and like finding like breast cancer?" And they're like. <laughs> 
yeah, we, you guys can come over to our house anytime you want, and we'll we'll definitely give you... It's like sh- shit like that. It's so funny. Oh, oh, oh you my should God. check it out. It's Do you remember hilarious. this one Halloween classic onion video where it's the uh, costumes for Halloween costumes for your effeminate son? <laughs> and it's like this kid, and they're like, if you're That's if you're saying if your son is a prancer, we recommend a robot costume. That's Very so stiff. Funny. Come out here, Timmy, and he's wearing this like boxy robot. He can't really move. <laughs> Dude, I love. I, I wish the onion made more videos. It's so funny. They're the best. It's so funny. Love it. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's my comedy journey. I started in 2016, and I've been doing it ever since, I guess. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Any other questions about my comedy? I feel like I, I, I feel bad. I feel like I derailed this. No, it was good. That was really good. It's a fun one. You promise? Yeah, yeah. A lot of the comedy episodes can kind of be the same, because everyone starts Talking. after a breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Everyone bombs her for a show. The, uh, I have a fun comedy origin story. Not about Ooh, me, but okay. I, was on the, I was on the train riding home with the comedian, just like getting to know them. And I was like, oh, why'd you start doing stand-up? And they were like, I was tired of being, or I was tired of feeling like a supporting character in my relationship. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that one cuts Damn, deep. dude. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny because I like talk to, I talk to some people about this because it's like a fascinating thing to say. Um, clearly, they've ta- thought about it a lot. That's like, you don't just say that. That's something yeah. you've written in your head and you're ready as an answer. Um I th- we think it's because they probably didn't have any hobbies or mm. nothing going on. Then their partner probably had a lot of things going on. They're like, I want something for myself. Yeah, so they did that. Yeah. No, it's. I think there. There's definitely something to that. I yeah. think because, like, I feel like this is like a very high, high intensity creative thing, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. hobby, career, whatever. Sure. And like a lot of like, I'm gonna call them audience members, but like regular <laughs> people, right? They go to work, they go to the gym, they hang out, they go to sleep. If they have fun hobbies, that's great. But as soon as you enter into a relationship with someone who does like like stand-up comedy, or it could be like, oh, these people are like, this person is like a tour, like a rock climber. Yeah, they have a thing. If this person, if they have a thing, then you are immediately as a regular person, like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, you're like, it's like a self-reflection. It's like, what is my life? Like, why do I, what what do I do? What do I bring to this? It's funny that you bring that up because I, my girlfriend is like not a comedian at all. She's like a very chill person, Mm -hmm. loves staying at home. And I, I don't think she feels so blatantly like, i can tell like a little bit she's like what am i doing a little bit like should i get a hobby but she's like also enjoys just like chilling right, right, right. um and it's funny because i feel like as a comedian i like love that about her that's like my favorite thing I yeah go home and like she really grounds me you check I, out yeah totally and she's like i'm like so ha- like i kind of i want her to find it like obviously like be happy like i'm so supportive of everything but it's also like i love that you're like such a grounding force for me you know mm-hmm. i can just like go home and just like lay in the couch and just like watch something with her like play a video game with her and like hang out and like not like really have like a physical person there to turn like just like naturally my brain will turn off in like a good way you know what i mean nice yeah that's great yeah i feel very grateful and i think she's you know lauren lauren if you're listening to this go find a thing you know (laughs) she has things i'm not saying she's like not a bland person like she has things but she doesn't have like stand-up comedy you know what i'm saying right right yeah she doesn't have a life-ruining obsession yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can, like really spend a lot of time money and effort into and like ruin your life almost yeah mm-hmm. that's great though i mean yeah. I've, I've talked about it a few times but when i go like 
when I started playing like BattleTech, like miniatures mm-hmm, with, with mm-hmm, these guys, mm-hmm. it was nice to enter a realm of my life where the fact that I am a comedian yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, totally. It's just like we're here. We'll yeah. maybe joke about the yes, game. Dude. We're here to play the game, and there is nothing else. That's that. exactly how I feel with Lauren. But you date a comedian. That's like interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys like get each other in like a, a whole no, another level that me and my girlfriend will never get to, which is fine. Huge you know? relief, but also yeah. like. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't, it's there's there's certain challenges with it. Sure. Like I think when you first start dating a comedian, there's like the every. It seems like every comedian couple has this like mega down low period. Where they're interesting. Like, where they're like no one can find out. Wow. Because you don't want people talking about you. Yeah. You know? In like a like a not. It's like oh, comedians dating comedians. Yeah. Are they dating each other? Like get, get spots with each. Yeah. There's a weird yeah. political dynamic thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because but. But we're we're solid. It's good. It's yeah. like it's great, and it's it's interesting because there are like thing things that you're almost like holding each other accountable to. Yeah. Because you're you're like you're two comedians watching each other yeah. all the time, and yeah. it's like it's like if you're not do like if you're not doing something that you should be doing, it's yeah. like maybe we should like try to do that. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. There's like I mean it's it's nice because it's like a gentle nudge forward. But yeah, totally. I'll tell you what, if me and Lee ever break up, <laughs> it is the fucking end of my New York City comedy career. Really? What? Nah, I just like I say that's crazy. No, nah, not, it's not that bad. But it's just yeah. like we have so many <laughs> just like overlap of life. Yeah. Such a huge overlap of yeah. life. Like if if that happens, it would be it'd be tough. It would behoove me to just move to Astoria. Yeah. Well here's I would the thing. just be like, I gotta get away. <laughs> I will tell you, I will tell you comedians have broken up before and they've been fine so yeah. i'm just letting you know big overlap though i don't know it's, right i understand what, if it ever happens yeah because just like it's like not only like it's like a, it's like co-workers dating, sure. but in yeah a, in an arguably more serious sense because jobs are like whatever right uh, and it's also extremely problematic and i think it's weird that comedians date each other but uh no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> what about like that guy like why are you guys dating like, what the fuck dude like you know like that's like you're shitting where you eat dude what are you doing yeah be like uh sorry i'm a well-adjusted person <laughs> yeah. who knows what he wants <laughs> yeah that'd be a normal thing to say <laughs> uh no yeah. that's funny um yeah i, I do it's funny because i've met i've met comedians who like are like i'm not gonna date comedians and i'm like well if you like them who cares you know it makes sense there's like i mean I mean, there's it's nice though because though the the weird thing about it is that i will be like i want to spend this afternoon doing this nerdy thing Mm-mm-mm. like this is what i'm gonna do yeah. and i feel like i feel like for me i'm like okay i'm just letting her know because yeah. we should be doing a comedy thing or spending time yeah. together sure but if we do a comedy thing, there's no question about it. It's like, yeah, we're well, let's go to a show. Let's go oh, do this. Yeah. So it's like like when the it's like the opposite of normal relationships yeah. where the default is like just hanging out, kinda of doing what you want. Yeah. And the the stretch would be going to a show or something. Right. But you it's guys like flip. flip. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Never dated comedians, so I don't know. But that's this is interesting insight. That's, that's cool. cool. I would recommend it. A lot, to of, anyone. lot of laughs. You guys are laughing a lot. Yeah, we chill. Oh, you know. God, I don't know. I think the best part, because like if you date a comedian, she's like, I mean, my girlfriend's super funny. I think she should do comedy. She's so funny, uh, but also like any other dating another comedian, just like just a lot of laughter. It's you know? I think it's like a regular amount. I don't know, sure. But there's but you also do get a workshop bits on each other. Oh, that's fun. Like I'll just be working, and she'll pop in here and be like, uh, yeah. "Can I run a joke by you?" Okay. Joe Liss is uh, married to Sarah Talmacki. Is that her name? Yeah, they're they're both comedians, mm. and they they talk about it. It sounds pretty funny. It, Maybe we're just doing it wrong. You, Maybe <laughs> you know what I, I really love. Did you ever see that special with Natasha Leggero? And yeah, and Mosh 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 Kesher. Yeah, I've not. 
they, but they also seem like they have a lot of fun. It was a great special because yeah. they do like they each do an individual set, and then oh. the third one is they're on stage together, Aww. and they just roast couples in the audience. That's so well, they're all, they have a podcast together. Oh, they really? Talk to yeah, they like I think talk to I think just random comedians, but also like I think they talk to like relationship people, people in relationships, I guess. Relationship people, people who are dating. Yeah, people who are dating. Yeah, <laughs> people who are in a relationship. Uh, yeah, I'm, I actually don't. I've I've, I've been recommended them a lot. I, just, I haven't checked out. I'll check it out. Their special is good. I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, yeah, they're funny. It's a cool thing. It's an interesting dynamic. It's yeah. uh, it's interesting how rare it is mm-hmm. by like percentages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's like okay, there's like of like the thousand comedians I could probably name. Yeah, there's like three or four comedy com- comedy couples. Couples. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, Amy Schumer used to date Anthony Jeselnik, which I thought was really weird and interesting. Interesting they're so choice. Different, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. Isn't um, what's his face? Entree um, and Anne. That's yeah. Another comedy yeah. couple. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. John and Julia, classic. Yeah, classic. They were on the podcast. Maddie Peck and Nico Carney, classic. <laughs> just, classic. I just put it all. This is docs the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just like it's cool. We call them comedy couples. They're power couples. I'm gonna book a show. Comedy couples, <laughs> couples only. That would be actually really funny. It'd be very cool. That'd be very. I actually, that's not a bad idea. It'd be fun. Yeah, we should. We should ooh, do that. It should be. Uh, it should just be uh, five minutes. Five minutes for each couple. Yeah. Each person gets five, and they do yeah. a five on five roast battle. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Wasn't thinking roast battle, but I was thinking, yeah, that's fun, dude. Um, I love roast. Battles. You have a really good roast. Yeah. You have fun roasting Julia. I did. It That's was fun. it was tough though. Yeah. I will say because um, Julia has been in my home mm-hmm. and uh, has a lot of context. Yeah, I I am also. I feel like I've just become the like token like white boyfriend <laughs> for Asian comedians. Like, it was, oh man, dude! Like, a, when <laughs> That's a, so funny. Asian prom, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the invite is it's for this big gathering they had. Yeah. It was so much fun, but I'm they so were glad like, we're talking about this. I'm so excited to talk about this. They were yeah. like, yeah, so the Asian comedians all invited. <laughs> you all get a plus one. Yeah. At the end, kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. we're, uh, everyone's like, we're going to take a photo together. Everyone get in the room. We're going to take a photo. <laughs> then I'm going back there with Lee. I'm like, I don't know. And I hear someone go, get someone's white boyfriend to take it. <laughs> and Dylan Adler looks at me and goes, Maxim. Maxim. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. So roasting Julia is tough because Julia is just a perfectly normal very pleasant person sure who i don't have much to roast her about except yeah. that her boyfriend has a scrub vibe even yeah. though i love john yeah and i was like it wouldn't be fair for me to roast john while i'm the, roasting uh, julia. julia yeah yeah so i gotta come up with original things yeah it's tough so it was hard and then like when she was hitting these jokes she had she did amazing it was yeah, her yeah. first roast she fucking killed it, killed it, it was yeah. awesome i was stoked she's nervous i remember her texting me being like i'm nervous max was funny he's, he's, he's brutal he's gonna destroy me i'm like dude it's a roast who cares just do yeah. it yeah. but that day i was like oh it really matters like the personalities yeah like oh, for sure because it's like it would be so easy for like literally any any asian comedian yeah. can immediately shit on me so hard <laughs> if you know i That's have so a single funny. gundam figure in this house and yeah. my girlfriend is chinese you got it like, i'm glad i it. asked you if you're a weeb because we're like all right has an asian girlfriend has gumpla tokyo pill or visa or is a weeb i <laughs> i appreciate anime everyone's fault it's not yeah, yeah. not that bad Just yeah like, one punch man one season and all the manga, <laughs> and all the manga. <laughs> so yeah but that roast like dude I, I had like a, a couple that I was like kind of proud of, but there was they weren't as mean as I was allowed to be to like Lucas, mm. like Lucas Arnold when I roasted him. Oh sure, yeah. Because I just got to call him skinny and a pedophile the whole time, yeah, and easy. it felt good. Yeah. But also like, 
Because it's true. Yeah, uh, it's true. <laughs> you heard her here first. Yeah. But so it's like, it's <laughs> tough. I don't know. Have you, done, have you done roast battles? I've never done a roast. I was supposed to do my first roast for the very big, very Asian comedy festival, but I didn't know the person and I didn't really, I was kind of lazy to write jokes for it. So I was like, I'm good. So I like dropped out. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, I've never done a roast. I would be open to it. I don't think I'm a roast. I think I want to write roasts. I don't want to perform them. I would love to write people's roasts. It's, I don't want to perform a single roast though. Dude, performing them is tough. It's, it's like scary for me. Like I'm like not that's just not me. It you know? is scary. And yeah. it's like the thing is it's like a new type of performance. Totally. Like you're already in your stand-up mode for, for being sure. on stage, but the thing is with stand-up with roasting, your performance and your character don't matter. What no. matters is how good is your writing and your delivery. Sure. You Absolutely. Know? And so Which I, is why I would love to write a roast but never perform <laughs> one. If you guys are listening, you need some roasts written, I will happily write some for you. You and Fernando should roast. <sighs> God. I don't know. I think about that. I'm like, it'd be fun, but also like, I'd feel bad. That's the thing. I feel like I would feel bad roasting somebody as well, mm. and I feel like I would That's feel okay. bad getting roasted as well. No, I don't know if I feel bad. But I feel I would feel really bad roasting them. There's like a line. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I thought that for a while. Yeah. And part of that is like, also like, dude. Out of my four roast battles I've done, yeah. three of them have been women, and I'm yeah. sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. So I'm like. I just want to say some. How does mean, that happen? Why does that? <laughs> I just want to say some mean shit and not be like, "Are you gonna feel like? Am I gonna look like an? Like, yeah, are you gonna yeah. feel bad about yourself? Like, I just want to like. Yeah. So I'm roasting Chase Shanahan this month. Okay, that's fun. I'm just gonna fan fucking of, fan of make fun of him. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's gonna be great. Right. It's gonna be mean and not feel bad. Yeah. There's there's something about roasting the same gender as you. There's something like special, not special, but like comfort. There's like you because you get it, right? Yeah. You yeah. Get it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I we so Fernando and I do roast each other in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but we work with each other as right, well. Right, right. So we like see each other all the time, and so it's it's gotten to the point where we just like we'll make fun of each other all the time, That's as dope. most close guy friendships are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it could work, but again, I sometimes I like I feel like okay, this is the issue. I've realized this I, just now. I would get too personal. I think I would. Mm. I would be like, I know exactly what hits, and I would, I would go there. Oh, that would cut too deep. And I don't want to do that. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't do that to a coworker, friend. If, yeah, one co-host. of my closest friends of all time. Yeah, I, did, I would feel really bad. Yeah, but I think I would because I'd be like, I'm sort of a competitive person with myself. I'd be like, I want to be the best I can. So yeah, I would, yeah. I think if I had a close guy friend, I yeah. would uh, rip them a new one on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but when I roasted uh, Lee, I was like, I God. can't. I'm gonna yeah. just come up with some silly shit. I just can't. Do yeah, it that's why I, I don't know. I feel weird. I feel weird about roasts. Yeah. I don't want to, but I do. I, I can't control it. They don't want you to hold back. The judges are like, go. I know. All in, that's the thing. That's like, why I know that. So I would just, just I would yeah. be so mean to him. But I would feel bad. He's also mean not to about. You. It's not about being mean though, right? It's about writing a good joke. Right. Yeah. That's like that's like the at the end of the day, when I look at all the roasts I've done so far, yeah. Win or lose, what I appreciate is like when we're on stage, is it fun to watch? Yeah. You know? Like yeah. like me and Julia, it was like like she definitely won, but it was like we both had good roasts and yeah. people enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? For sure. <clears throat> yeah, now I'm thinking I would probably roast Meredith though. Cause she is like already Ooh. pretty brutal. Yeah. Dates a good another good friend of mine that I run the show with. Um, you should definitely do that. Yeah, she'd be a really. She's so like quick on her feet and like funny. Oh, she'd be so good. <laughs> That's why it'd be fun, I think, too, because she'd be like, I think she'd really do really well. Yeah, so it'd be fun to see her do really well. Not to say Fernando wouldn't do well. I'm just saying like, Maris on another level, you know. <laughs> she really is. And, if and you and Fernando lot, would cry. You make yeah, no, cry. we. That's usually what ha- when we're hanging out. It's usually Maris just like making fun of us, and we're just like, Maris, stop. <laughs> we're gonna cry. Yeah. Awesome. Fun. Yeah. Well, we're over time on this podcast. No, we're not. We got it. We have so much more to talk about. Yeah. Are you kicking me off right now? Well, we're at an hour forty-eight. 
What do you What do you want? You got anything else you want to say? <clears throat> I want to get I want to hit I want to get Joe Rogan levels here. Yeah. <laughs> What's Three. your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. Uh, <laughs> this has been cool. Navy, probably. Navy. Well, it's kind of a boring color, but navy or like a neon green. <laughs> I love those two colors. Background or hideous? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love. Oh my god, that 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 green screen, like that, but like brighter. Whoa, oh, I love that color. Were you like one of those kids who was always walking around like neon socks and shit when you were a kid? No. Okay. I'm I'm not like a loud dresser. I don't think, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. But I do love like that green. Something about that green. I'm just like so like I love staring at it. It feels so good. I love it. <laughs> I just like navy because it looks good. It's like a classic look. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's but true. green, that green. Ooh. How about you? I'm yellow. That's a fun color. Yeah. Good color. Similar vibes to neon green, I would say. Yeah, in a way. Depending not, on depending on the yellow, but yeah. Not lemon yellow. I like gold. Oh, I was thinking like, I was thinking yellow, lemon yellow. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, there, there, there's it's stuff in there's, this room that is yellow. You have gold here somewhere. But I have hidden, hidden deep <laughs> for the view. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. My jackets are on the other side of the door that they normally on, so that when you close the door, it's white in the background. You, you're really careful about <laughs> the backdrop and how things look. Yeah. I really appreciate it. That's cool. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah because this is an operation. Yeah, it's funny when there's like a lot of stuff in this room because it's all just piled on the bed. I wow. tell the guests just like, yeah, this the podcast is here. No, over no, yeah. here. Yeah, I mean over there is the audience, but yeah, uh, yeah. the audience had one sleeping cat. <laughs> yeah, Giannis <laughs> has been really cold today. Not a lot of jokes are hitting with them, but they are there. We promise. Yeah, <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't left a single. What's up, guys? Come on. Anyway, final leave. Okay, uh, final thought. Might be the time now. We've already kind of touched on this, but yeah. uh, what do you love about stand-up comedy? <laughs> what do we? Is that what you ask everybody, or just yeah. like a final question? Final um, question. Final. What do you love about this thing that they're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let me think. Um, I love. <laughs> it's. I have a lot of thoughts coming in my head. Like, what do I like? There's, there's something I love about the performance of it. Something I love about like. Because I'm trying to like, like. There's something I love about writing it. I'm trying to give like an all encompassing answer. Um, I love uh, being silly and making people laugh. <laughs> nice, I guess. Easy peasy. Because that's like I think that encapsulates like performance and like connecting with an audience and like just expressing. Yeah, I love being silly, uh, silly and being. Nuts. I feel I feel embarrassed saying that. It's so weird. It's yeah. so it's so narcissistic. <laughs> It really is. Saying so you're so you like being silly. Yeah. And make... Is that weird? No, I think silly is good. I think we lose touch with our silly roots when we try to be Absolutely. too serious. Absolutely. People forget that comedy doesn't have a, have to have a message, and we're spoiled well, with good the great, comedy excellent comedians <laughs> who have messages. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, is that a good answer? What do, what have other people said about this? Uh, they said they love being better than Art Kai. Typically, uh, that that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to do. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of in the ballpark. You, you, <laughs> you, you just summed it up in a very uh, concise. Conci- I try to. Way. Yeah, yeah. But people people talk about connecting with the audience. People talk about like writing. I don't know. I curious. Do, I don't love writing. Really? I like attention. <laughs> do people say that? Is that like their favorite part of stand-up? Attention. I can't remember if someone ever said that. It's probably the underlying thing. Of that's the underlying thing. Yeah. Yeah. I too. Validation. I love making audiences laugh, and yeah. I like riffing. I like making shit up. It's just fun. It's just fun to. Yeah, I think it's just like an avenue to be silly. You know. Mm. Um, I had a thought about something. One final thought, I guess. I can't remember what it was. What did we talk about before? Something about silly. Silly. Uh, 
validation. You know what? Whatever. Who cares? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Art, where can the people find you? Uh, at Fart Kai on all platforms. Fart Kai. You heard it here. Yeah. Check him out. Go to his show. Go to his mic. Listen to his podcast. Cool. Thanks so much, dude. This dude. has been really fun. Yeah, thank you. I'm so not for kidding. When I like, this is great. I want to keep talking. This is fun. Uh, I, we can't keep talking because I still have to edit this after this. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go home and eat dinner. Yeah, so you have to go home to your non-comedy girlfriend. Yeah, my like, loving girlfriend. Ugh. Uh, she's like, <laughs> so funny. Like, Where have you been? You're like making connections, advancing yeah, my career. Advancing my career. She's like, oh, I get it. I'm like, no, now I feel bad. And she's like, no, I love you. And I'm like, oh god, you know. And then she reads one piece to you as you fall asleep. That's the uh, I that is a dream. I've never thought of that as being my dream of mine, but that sounds sick. Imagine <laughs> someone reading manga to you as you fall asleep, and they yeah. read the words, but then describe the describe. Pictures. Oh. <laughs> that sounds nice, dude. It's like Luffy just punched anyway, and his sounds... arm is like really long. really long right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, Damn, that's it. Weebs. Thank you so much, Art. Dude, you are you. fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Check out Art at Fart Kai everywhere. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.